so why are we strangling homeless people? I'm looking for new markets to sell my drugs in. You might want to check your fence. Go off, you motherfuckers! He's here! Get down! <laughs> <laughs> we talked about, so some of this will be review from the last time, but just so that everybody knows. A clan Ventru vampire put Jeremy's character, Levi, to work to find some vampires that might be new to the area or at least willing to do some jobs in exchange for a secure place to live, potentially a good revolving door hunting ground, as long as you're careful, and free run of his domain for as long as you do the jobs that he gives you. Camel, this Ventru, is a bit of a social climber in the Camarilla sect and has designs on a post in the Prince's Council. He runs a destination hotel casino that's on a well-traveled road to Disney, and uh, he and it makes what you would assume to be enormous sums of money, which he uses to buy influence and protection for his association, which you are part of. Um, you each have in your inventory a special key that lets you take the elevator to a secure floor of the hotel where the offices and your rooms are located. Uh, so if you don't have that key to like plug into the elevator, you presumably can't get there. It has been a comfortable arrangement for the most part for you all. You get to hang out in an adult playground, play with house money to a certain extent, the hunting is good if you're careful, which you had better be because of the eyes in the sky. And uh, so far, the most difficult thing Camel has had you do is find and punish a card counter. Um, you would assume that he has a bigger plan for your group, but uh, for now, he's keeping you fed and secure. Um, the wider picture of the city, uh, the Prince of L.A., who is nameless right now. Uh, that's the top vampire that everyone in the Camarilla should be obeying like any feudal prince. Um, the prince has been laying low after one of his children, which is like a vampire that he created, uh, turned up with a stake through the heart. The official orders for the kindred in the city right now is uphold the masquerade, do not make waves, respect established domains, no new vampires, and again, uphold the masquerade. Elysium, which is the Camarilla's rotating meeting that's like the prince's court party type of thing, has been suspended indefinitely in light of this uh, because a staking is always a statement, whether it's from the Anarch sect vampires that questions the Camarilla's legitimacy to rule, whether it's from some Thin Bloods organization of weak vampires that everybody kind of looks down on, or whether it's from the Second Inquisition, which is the operation of the highest secret powers of the human governments that are trying to crush vampire influence. Uh, stick through the heart is always a serious deal and a message because it says, I know what you are, and I am taking you down. So this is the current, like, larger political backdrop for what's going to be our first story. In Camel's Domain, which is called the Shark Tooth, so if you look at the map, you can see the blue part um, makes kind of that shape. 
And uh, I've marked for you guys some locations that were in your character backgrounds that we might know about, as well as some like normal nightlife places and some transportation places, uh, as well as the casino. And you'll see below the shark tooth, there's this other domain, um, which is run by, uh, well, first, Camel. This is Camel's domain, the shark tooth area. And as Jeremy informed us before, um, being the lord of a domain kind of makes you responsible for whatever happens there. Um, so Camel has granted some autonomy to other vampires inside the domain that he trusts. Uh, but you don't know too much about the specifics of like who they are or where they operate just yet. Um, and then this other domain to the south is called Commerce. It's like on the other side of the tracks. It's named after the neighborhood that makes up most of it. Um, and it's run by a vampire named Dyer, who is like a upstart rival to your boss. Um, so these two guys both have some influence in the Camarilla organization, but they kind of represent two different ways of operating Camel through money and influence and manipulating up the ladder and dire from having like street hustles and keeping his domain in check more by force. So that is the kind of setting info for everybody, which we've gone over, I think, most of before. Um, but I think we can start now if everybody's ready. Question. I have yes. a question. I missed maybe one of the most important one important thing that you said is uh, who who got staked again? I was taking some notes. Yeah, so the prince's one of his children got staked. Okay. Just like turned up with a stake. That's pretty much all anybody knows about it. So the prince is like suspended the the fairly frequent like assembly meeting called Elysium and has gone underground, is not holding court, is not um, taking visitors or hearing proposals or granting his presence to anybody right now. Um, so okay. there's this kind of background of like fear and not really knowing exactly what's going on. Gotcha. But that's not our problem right now yet, right? Uh, yeah, it hasn't really directly affected anybody except for the prince kind of let it be known that there's a decree to like really not fuck up for right now. Okay. Um, fucking up is my specialty. <laughs> so let's start off with maybe like uh, physical descriptions of the characters, um, how they're looking tonight, and generally kind of like how they present themselves. So we'll say everybody will be kind of like on the floor of the casino doing whatever it is but um let's see let's start with in order that they appear on my screen levi okay so uh levi stands about six feet tall medium build his uh short wavy copper hair matching beard uh typically wears a sandstone colored white pinstripe suit with vest uh which he covers with like a rigid slate colored coat with a beaver pelts around the neck uh, for when it's never going to be cold <laughs> in LA. And uh, 
He also typically wears this like thin olive colored scarf that he tucks into his neck and uh, has this nice black flat top hat that he only whips out when he needs to get extra fancy, which uh, I don't I don't think he would wear it on the casino floor. Um, and he often carries uh, a reinforced like black leather briefcase and a long black cane with a round pewter top, which everyone in the coterie knows that with like a real simple twist, he can extend that to a, a blade. And uh, not with him on the casino floor, maybe uh, closer to where he, he sleeps. Uh, he also has a, uh, a pet English bulldog, Theodore the 12th. Uh, 12th meaning it's the 12th dog that he's had since he's been in unlife. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I think for like his demeanor, he's always very welcoming to everyone. Um, he never insults anyone outright. Um, but maybe Paul more than anyone would know that as soon as the door gets closed though, he'll just like maybe go on a tirade as he loses control. Uh, but uh, in terms of how he speaks and everything, I was trying to think of a voice <clears throat> to use that would not be too ridiculous since this is D&D. But I was trying to think what's like a char charismatic voice that I could do easily that wouldn't put it over the top. So I, I was thinking he talks kind of like Casey Kasem. A mix of Casey Kasem and my Uncle Jack, which is a reference only Jordan will get. But, uh, oh, good old Mr. Acklin. Yeah. Uh, so, Daniel. yeah. And I guess on the floor, like, do we have, like, assigned roles of what we're doing? Jobs or anything? Or just overall, just kind of watching out? It's kind of just like, uh, you know, you can come and go. There's not normally, like, a um, specific thing you have to do, but uh, we'll say that um, you're going to get caught today before anybody is able to light out and do their own thing. So everyone's just kind of around. All right, then. Well, that's what the Levi looks like. Then. Okay, thank you. And we'll go to Sam next. Yeah, Sam is 5'10", medium, beefy build, doesn't talk much, only when he needs to. He dresses very plain clothes, mostly dark colors. He wears obvious uh, ballistic clothing, just so people know he's a tough guy, but it also makes him look more human, because who would think a vampire would have to wear bulletproof things? He always kind of looks like he sucked on a lemon. <laughs> doesn't doesn't smile much. Yeah. That's him. All right. Sounds good. Alexander Hamilton. Not that one. My name is Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. But not that one. I I look pretty pretty tall, maybe 6'1", 6'2". I usually wear a uh, jacket and jeans type, you know, casual, casual but not uh, trashy look. I am constantly sad because I'm thinking about the family that I used to have but don't have anymore, you know, from 200 years ago. I'm a little bit fish out of water since I've, uh, you know, I, I sort of tried to commit suicide back when I was originally turned, but for whatever reason, I survived it and woke up to destroy the uh, Scooby-Doo bunch when I first came. And now I am in Hollywood because I, or not Hollywood, but L.A., because I want to go to Hollywood, because I've seen all these amazing movies, and I desperately want to go, you know, find 
the Morgan Freeman character and ask him for advice on how to live my life. And I got picked up into this uh, coterie. Just, well, I'm not really sure why I accepted, but I'm here now and that's what I'm doing. All right. And then we have Paul. All right. So uh, 5'11", slim, young, looks too young to grow a beard even or facial hair, clean shaven. Um, he's impeccably groomed, but has the presence of your typical ice cube. Um, you all know by now that if he chooses to engage with you, it's with purpose only. Um, in his like actions and speech and appearance, he is the definition of a prep. Um, but you also know that he has the bank account to back up his elitist bearing. And um, to use a pop culture reference, he would definitely be in Slytherin. So that's about <laughs> it. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody, for being prepared for that. Now, uh, one of the rules that we will go by because it adds drama to the game is that um, when you wake up every night, you have to rouse the blood. So I need everybody to open to the front page of your character shit, <laughs> character shit, character sheet, <laughs> and click that rouse button. Tell us how you really feel. Um, if Rouse. it looks like it does on my screen, it just says OUS for some reason. Oh shit! Yeah. I rolled it twice. It's like the text is too big. I succeed. Uh -oh. I'm the winner. Paul did not. Okay, so Paul hungry. Hunger goes up a little bit, but he does successfully wake up. All right. So, uh, so now we'll open up to inside the casino where you guys are doing whatever it is that you might be doing there on kind of a slow night. Levi will just stroll around the room, maybe over towards what kind of, I don't know what's legal in California. Do they have like roulette tables? Yeah, we'll say it's like, um, you know, whatever you think of a, as a casino. So like table games, cards, um, slot machines, and then in addition to the gaming areas, there'll be uh, like a sports bar, a club, meaning like dance club, nightclub, and also like a more of a lounge type of area. All right. Well, Levi will be, uh, I guess he would prefer the roulette table, would kind of st be strolling over there, just watching, um, not trying to, you know, he wouldn't stay in one place too long to draw too much attention to himself, but kind of strolling around, cane in hand smile on his face just kind of nodding to anyone who makes eye contact with him welcoming to the casino and we'll go to find any of the other coterie they're about oh uh, by the way i made uh nicknames uh for everyone in the same vein that donnie did for the last one so <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, so sam will be at a table playing uh roulette and he only bets on colors that's it black or red that's it all right so i guess i'll stroll up to sam then put my hand on his shoulder and uh oh hey there but what you doing winning Aha. <laughs> gives you a double tap on the shoulder gives you a nice little firm grip and then looks to the other people at the table and it just says oh, he'll just say uh, just watch your wallets oh just strolling about you know me yeah good they seem uh, unsettled by Sam, but everyone seems happy to see Levi for some reason. 
I guess uh, there's no cost to use all. Oh, I'm not going to use all. That would be dumb. <laughs> Everyone's watching me walk around. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at him strut. To use some disciplines. Yeah. Just distracting them from their games that they lose. Do the rambler. Yeah. You probably did. Cam will probably ask you to do that. <laughs> and then Levi's just got his hand on the table, pushing the button to stop the wheel. Because yeah. that's how it works. Uh, yeah. And so I'll just stroll about. What's uh, I guess I'll look for someone else then, since uh, Sam is busy getting some money. Uh, maybe I'll look for Paul. Uh, so you notice that down the secure elevator, Paul has just stepped off and scans around the room and notices you, and he'll start walking towards you. He straightens his suit. As I see you approach from the distance, I kind of open up my arms and. Like it's the first time I've seen you in maybe months, but I've seen you every night. Can I extend my arms to you? And I'm like, evening, my Gaspar, how are you? Yeah, Paul makes no move and just kind of makes eye contact and then looks about the room again. And I'll just kind of drop my arms and kind of follow your eyes, try to see where you're looking. Any sign of camel tonight? Mm, not quite yet, no. I've not seen the... Whatever word I will use to describe them, because I'm not sure what he looks like. The old fart. <laughs> You're looking disheveled tonight. As always. So uh, as as two of you are grouped together, um, a person who you're familiar with approaches, and I will find the photo quickly. Is this popping up for you? No. Nice. Okay. Just drop it in chat. I'm dropping it. a link in the chat. In the oh, I see here. Hey, Priscilla. In the uh, fantasy grounds chat. So you want to click the red dot. It's Connie Chung. It's not Connie Chung. Is her cleavage it anything like Connie Chung? <laughs> <laughs> did you like? Did you Photoshop this to make it PG or something? <laughs> no, I think it just <laughs> cropped like right where her shirt was. Okay. So. uh she comes up and she says, uh, good evening, gentlemen. Tip my head. Nod. Evening. Paul just stares at her. And she kind of, uh, her glance lingers on Paul for a moment. And then she turns back to Levi and says, uh, our CEO would like to speak with you when you're available. Um, but don't wait too long. I think he's in the lounge. And she has like a clipboard in her hand and uh, one of those curly Q things stuck in her ear. Excellent. Okay, well, um, I gotta go deal with these contractors, so uh, stay out of trouble and uh, go see Camel. And she just kind of like widens her eyes and then uh, stomps off to go do some business. Levi just immediately turns to Paul and just like whispers to him, the nerve of that woman. (laughs) I agree. How she has climbed so high in Camel's organization is beyond me. Perhaps we should take her knees out from under her. Levi just squints his eyes and kind of gives it like a mental note, <laughs> nodding slowly. That's <laughs> what I like about you, Paul. The gears are always turning. Yes, my All right, well, let's go friend. Find, uh, let's go find Bluebelly, and uh, we'll be grab Sam, and we'll be on our way. Um, Paul will just start walking towards the roulette table. I guess I'll go try to find uh, Alexander. 
you'll find Alexander at the bar nursing a uh, just a whiskey on the rocks that he doesn't drink, but he just stares at while he kind of mutters to whoever's around him about his old family and his wife, whom he misses very much. But every time he tells the same story, he makes he makes sure to use his cloud memory skill so that anybody who hears it forgets it. And then he tells the same story again and jingles his glass. Okay, so uh, we'll say Alexander is at one of the bars just on the main floor of the casino, not necessarily in the lounge. So you can kind of just glance around and spot his hunched over mopey uh, self at the bar. Levi will come over to him and then he'll do the, he does like the Joe Biden like overly aggressive like neck crack clasp when he meets comes up on somebody <laughs> so just gives you like a two second massage that you didn't need when he grabs onto you and just kind of shakes you and he says how's your poor feet blue belly in the drink again as my voice is like changing from scene to scene <laughs> you'll find it don't worry well ever since the prince's children turned up well done I've been kind of sad and thinking about everything since we can't leave the casino. Ah, yes, that old tale, right? Okay. And as I try to avoid hearing the, a story about his background again. <laughs> and uh, the, family day. the bartender who is like uh, pretty young as far as bartenders go, like a slightly overweight. Um, but, you know, everyone's impeccably well-dressed and classy in this establishment. Just kind of like gives Levi the eyes, like, "Yes, please get him out of here." Well, oh. no, he, the the bartender's human, right? You would assume so, yes. Well, so then I've been cloud memorying him or her. It's the first time she's ever heard it. Yeah, but you're you're a mopey looking prick. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell by your Keanu portrait. Keanu Reeves from the Lake House. What is that? That's sad, Keanu. Sitting on I bench. may or may not have a sandwich in my hand. <laughs> well, Alexander, our master calls. He has cracked the whip, and we must answer. Come. Uh, okay. I'll just look to the bartender, and he's like, just give him a look like, uh, you know, the boss man. Uh, trying to relate. She just like come now. Does that thing that white people do on the street where they push their lips together real hard and then she wipes out a glass. If you were any mopier, Alexander, somebody would think you're dead. Well, I you am on. dead inside. That's the joke. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> I meant emotionally. Yeah, well, all right. I'll just try to get some distance <laughs> in between me and Alexander. <laughs> Bringing me down. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about how I tried to kill myself? Hey, look, there's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the table, um, Paul's going to try to premonition what Sam's bet, like if it's going to win or not, what the next thing. Is there some system in place for me to, 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 to roll to see if I'm up or down? I mean, you could... Um, you could Luck check. Basically, roll a d10. Okay. So I'm going to bet on black, and you're going to say what? One to four? So we'll say black is a fail. So go ahead and roll, and we'll let this determine what your up or downness has been tonight. Okay, so you're up a little bit. 
So let's say I win this next bet, the corner of my mouth just turns up slightly. It's the most probably, uh, who's there? Uh, Paul is at the table with me. So mm-hmm. this is the most Paul has probably ever seen me smile. So uh, the ball goes in the wheel, and um, Paul, you just—I—I I really like the way that Jeremy did this, so I'm going to steal it occasionally. So Paul, you see yourself seated at the table, looking at the wheel, um, and you look up at yourself, the dealer, and the dealer is smiling at you. All right. And then you kind of come out of that reverie. Uh, so, Just Sam, as the wheel is uh, click, click, clicking, and the ball has landed. And as it slows down, you can see that it I got you. has been a win for Sam. Nice. Uh oh. <laughs> so I'll just say to Sam, you should have bet bigger. Slow and steady wins the race. It's always been your people's problem. My people. You want to talk about my people? <laughs> He's Larry David. <laughs> we talk about them every night. We might as well get an early start tonight. He keeps his composure. He keeps his composure. I was on mute, sorry. He turns back to the table. And the... Uh... Dealer, I don't know. Are they still called dealers at a roulette table? I guess so. She's uh, just encouraging everyone to get their bets in. What does um, Sam bet? What's your? He's gonna bet on black again. Paul's gonna bet on red. Everything that he's got. (laughs) (laughs) How much does he have on him? Um, Do we get like a an allowance of? I guess we're known there, right? So we have like we have house, house chips, money. right? Yeah. So you can, I don't know, you can get like five grand a night in chips, but you you just give them back at the end. You just don't have to pay your losses. Yeah. All right. I'll drop the five grand and then I'll take another grand out of my wallet and drop six grand on red. So wait, are we are we all there? Am I there too? Yeah. I don't know if you guys should do that. I once bet on my life. I, I yeah. lost. The uh, the dealer just is about to say something about the cash on the table, but then she sees that it's Paul, and she closes her mouth and says, "All right," and she drops the ball in. Okay, and I am gonna need uh, from OGJ this time a D10, and we'll say a fail is red and a success is black. Can Sam roll it? Sure. Yay. All right. So it's black. So <laughs> so Paul loses and Sam rakes it in. We are the chosen people. Paul, <laughs> Paul just straightens his, his jacket a little bit. Just uh, The boss wants to see us in the lounge. Okay. Okay. Quietly behind Paul, Alexander Hamilton just says, hold ya. <laughs> he just and, like yeah. meets your eyes for a second and then walks off towards the lounge and uh before sam can get too far away the dealer says like uh looking like a great night for you yes i'm very lucky she just smiles and then as soon as you get a step past her she her face kind of falls a little bit and she goes back i to tip the table. i i tip her 
Oh, thank you very much, Sam. Of course. I'm going to tip her. How much money do we have? 5000 you said we had, and I was up? Yeah. So I would give her everything that I was up from the 5000 Okay, so we'll say you drop like uh, $2,500 on her. It's a hell of a tip. So she can cash it out, unlike yep. you guys. Exactly, that was my point. And that was her point. So uh, <laughs> you brightened her night a little bit, and uh, she's one of the veteran dealers, uh, kind of like a early middle age, um, but still, you know, very lively young lady. And uh, she goes back to managing the table as uh, some big fat guy takes Sam's seat. And you all are off to the lounge. I'll be stroking. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you walk into the lounge, which is off to one side of the big main room. You like go up a couple stairs, and then uh, you can walk into the lounge. So it's like a real casual place. Um but very classy, and uh, you get the idea that Camel and Priscilla, the general manager, put class above kind of everything else. Um, it's a little bit incongruous, but this is sort of their strategy to rebrand the casino, which was once like um, for the flip-flop and shorts on the way to Disney crowd, but has now become more of a um, destination in and of itself lately. Uh, so everything is, like, perfectly in order in the lounge. The staff are all competent, just like everywhere else in the casino. Everyone is, like, pretty attractive and very engaged. And you all have heard that the pay for the, like, regular staff is, is really good, which might have something to do with it. Um, but inside the lounge, it's really laid back. Uh, a lot of simple furniture, like deep leather couches and chairs around low tables, like uh, to, you know, like lounge chairs, and then some four seater high top tables sprinkled around. And there's actually three different uh, semicircular bars, and it's a big, big room. Are, are the dealers unionized? I don't believe so. Hmm. <laughs> Sam ponders that. <laughs> All right. Is uh sorry, I might have missed it. Did you say is Camel there? Can we see him? Yeah, as you uh, kind of walk in and glance around, there's not terribly a ton of people in here um, tonight. It's a little early, and it's also uh, you know just not terribly crowded in the casino in total. So you can kind of see him uh, at the smaller bar in the back of the room, and he's chatting with uh, another vampire that you're aware of from the territory, an old-looking black gentleman in an embroidered white linen shirt, nice hat, and some cool retro sunglasses on the end of his nose. I go take a seat. All right. When you, uh, when you approach, um, you hear Camel start to laugh. And uh, Lightning Red kind of stands up to give you some privacy with the boss. And he he comes up to you and he says, Here come the cavalry. What y'all boys doing tonight? I was winning. Levi kind of, uh, the first thing he does is maybe he'll he'll ignore Lightning Red and just first acknowledge uh, Camel. Just kind of like tip his hat to him or tip his head to him. 
and uh, we'll say, uh, Good evening, my Dominus Maximus. You called for us, and we are here. Red? No, just tip his head to Red, too. And uh, Lightning just kind of, like, understands what just happened. And he says, What's up, Levi? And, uh, you know, you have you boys ever thought of using code names out on the floor, you know, help you keep out of trouble? Well, yes, I have a code name for each of you. And I'll, like, point to Gaspar, or Paul, and I'll say, This is Gaspar. And I'll point to Alexander. This here is Bluebelly. Uh, and I'll point to Sam. This here is a pot hunter. And uh, <laughs> he'll turn to Lightning Red, which I did not think of one in advance because I didn't think I was going to meet him today. Uh, so we'll go with... Uh, uh, what's the name of the uh, the actress on the poster in Andy Dufresne's cell? Rita Hayward. Hayward. Okay. Or Tina Turner later on, I think. <laughs> all right we'll just say uh his nickname for lightning red is rita and uh red just like really smiles he's like oh i get it that's funny do well, you I, I came up with some um maybe you could use when you want to switch it up and he says mr levi the fancy dresser ritz our touched friend here uh cheese it our jewish warrior Matza, and then there's good old saltine the cracker gang. <laughs> and you see just, Paul's lips twitch a little bit. He's he just having no uh, just like a fit of shoulder shaking laughter as he walks away, and he says, "Be good, I can't help myself." Matza's Matza's good. That was so wise, lightning red. I love you. Thanks, quick. Uh, He's just uh, up all the already uh, still laughing towards the front bar where he just like leans over the bar to get a lady bartender's attention and you just hear him like softly singing to her and Camo's just like shaking his head. <laughs> Levi just uh, he he does that uh, you know the laugh that uh, Will Ferrell does when he does his uh, impersonation of James Lipton where he's like oh 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 oh. oh. Wow, that's quite a callback. Yeah, very specific. <laughs> you should edit that in. <laughs> and uh, Camel says, hey, fellas, how's the night treating you? Got any plans? Uh, Paul's face lights up a little bit. He says, that's what we're here to find out. Is there anything we can do for you? And uh, I will give you a photo of... Uh, Good old cable. Joe Cool. Okay, it's there in the fantasy rounds. Oh, it's uh, deep fake Jordan. It really is. It really does look like that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it. I only said it because May said it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could play me in a movie, I guess. A younger you. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I don't need a two-page just yet, but I'm getting there. And he uh, he responds to Paul. Was it Paul that said? That yeah. asked him? Yeah. And he, uh, he kind of gives a look at the bartender, and the bartender just, like, hustles the fuck away. And then he pulls a couple of Polaroids out of his jacket, and he says, uh, yeah. Right to business. All right. 
Uh, about a week ago, I let that dumb fuck drug dealer Dyer in here because he said he had uh, some idea that would make us both rich. He closes his eyes and shakes his head a little bit. And he says, uh, you, you guys want to guess what it was? Selling drugs. Selling smack. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, he wants to sell his street drugs in my casino. And he, like, slaps the bar. And he's looking somewhere between amused and residually pissed off. Is he of Arabic descent? Camel? Yeah. Um, you'd have to ask him, I guess. I mean, with the name Camel... I'm trying to like, and <laughs> the picture. <laughs> Sam is kind of trying to piece it together. Yeah, I don't think he's he's ever said anything about okay. it, about it, so we'll leave that as a mystery for now. And he kind Levi of, is, uh, but just still has a very satisfied look on his face after he and Paul said the same thing in unison. And maybe he like, <laughs> <laughs> and he says, maybe uh, able to stare too long. Yeah, go ahead. Paul had noticeable disgust on his face when he said it at the same time. <laughs> he said, yeah, it's, uh, I hemmed and hawed like I was considering it, and I uh, I bit my tongue and declined politely, but he still stormed out of here pretty hot. Uh, that's just how he is. I don't know. But it's been about a week, and uh, I'd like you to try to go talk to him to see where his head is at try to convince him to come back here and talk. Um, I think he just probably needs, like, time to cool off. Uh, but he's one of these guys that he's just everything is a insult. So I think we need to de-escalate, because this idiot is dumb enough to march in here with the street boys and start a war over this stupid fucking idea that was never going to happen. You can And you can tell him I have a counter-proposal. And he just folds his arms. Negotiating with a highly sensitive mobster. We're just the men for the job. And uh, one of the f- Polaroids is this guy. Is the Jamie deepfake. <laughs> <laughs> or Jeremy. <laughs> or any of us. He's got eyes like John. Not me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know that this is dire because he's kind of been um, put on your radar before. But it is a surprise to learn that he was in the casino. Maybe I'll they hold like it up to uh, Sam and I'll ask, uh, I'll ask Sam and I'll be like, so Pot Hunter, what do you think? You got any inclinations based on the mm. way this fella looks? Are we dealing with uh, one of those types? Mm. He has earrings in both ears. Could be it's, one of those not, guys. Wait, are we talking about the rest? <laughs> you know what I mean, Sam, the skinheads. Oh. Mm. I haven't really dealt with them much, but... Uh, in America, I guess it could be. Let's turn to Camel then. What do we know about uh, Dyer's mm, social or political leanings? I don't fucking know. Uh, I try to deal with him as little as possible. Look, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm only mentioning this thing tonight because I, I just, and not before, because I just didn't want the word out that I'm dealing with this jerk off. Uh, you know, he thinks he's like a real tough hombre because he runs this drug game, but he's fucking slime. And I don't know much about the drug business, but apparently he is pretty successful. So I guess he's doing something right or else his big muscle guy is. I don't know. That guy's a son of a bitch. Tough nut. Legitimate. Mine. Dibs. Well, slinging, 
smack on the street doesn't seem like a, a way to uphold the norms of a decent society, if you ask me. Now look around at the coterie. <laughs> Alexander just sighs, gets up, puts on his spiked knuckles. Let's go. He's dressed like this when he came here? And uh, Dyer looks at Alexander and says, you uh, keep that shit in your pants till you get outside. He has a Wait. harder look than you've seen Wait, him what? have. He here? meant camel. He meant camel. Oh. I meant camel. Sorry, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's here. Get down. <laughs> Out of the shadows. <laughs> He's up <obfuscating. laughs> And then, uh, if you are, do you comply? Yeah, I just I look I look I look at camel, dead eyed, and I. <sighs> And I, you know, crack crack my knuckles and take them off, put them back in my pocket. Sadly, and I want to revise my uh, relationship map with uh, Alexander to say from old world fixer to like old world wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you mean wet uh, blanket? I'm I'm all for going and getting this guy. Camel just looks at <laughs> Levi and is like, "Will you watch this guy?" Oh, like a hawk. Yes. All right. Well, look, uh, you know, he's I don't know exactly where he operates. Uh, I, I know that, he, you know, you know, his domain is down there. Commerce town uh, over the tracks, kind of a shithole, but it's a shithole. I'd like to move into at some point uh, that freight yard is over there. And I think there's uh, some money to be made there. But, in, you know, instead of doing that, Dars selling fucking street drugs like an asshole uh so anyway uh i do know one of his good security people and he kind of like leans in and has a little smile uh her name is rex she drives a red t-bird uh she comes in here to play nickel slots with her mom and uh i don't know maybe you drop my name if you run into her uh i comped her a nice meal last month I don't know. Uh, anyway, do what you got to do to talk to Dyer, but uh, don't make a scene. And if he's not at that garage, uh, it's a garage, I think, that he works in. But again, I'm not. It's it's on that street over there in the fucking warehouse district. Just snoop around and see what you can find. And he, uh, he shows you the another Polaroid. And these are actually they're not Polaroids. They're like printouts in like a Polaroid size from security camera footage from the casino, you're assuming. Okay. And uh, here's another one. <laughs> she just like put her face right in the security camera. <laughs> yeah, well, it's hard to find uh, a three-quarter top uh, view photos of people. Just with you. Theater of the mind. Dude, you should just go to like one of those um, passport photo booths and just like get all the negatives from it like all the reject ones <laughs> <laughs> like amelie that's funny uh, she looks like a fat stephanie beatrice i don't know who that is but uh, it's funny that you go right. straight to fat oh. and uh dire or god damn it's because i have dire in my notes sometimes when it's just say camel camel uh reaches into his jacket and he puts uh, he's pretty well dressed all the time and he just puts a, a shitty burner phone and a beeper on the table and then he kind of surveys the group and he hands the phone to Levi and the beeper to Sam and he says if you need to call me 
use the burner. If I need to call you, uh, I beep you, you call me. Got it? Yeah, I, I don't know this thing. Paul, Paul, you don't know this thing. Alexander, I, Paul, I, I will take it. G- give me the phone. You have the phone. Take this beeper. Take Maybe it's both. the best. Very well. I'll take both of them. But not because you said to. <laughs> I just go. <sighs> just kidding, Sam. I love you. You, you're my, my fellow. Uh, give me some Yiddish. <laughs> yeah, didn't write down enough like Yiddish. <laughs> well, no, just say it's whatever you think. It's on the fucking relation chart. I was gonna say Sputzka. <laughs> That's a nice made-up word. It sounds realistic. I'll right. take it. My German Sputzka. Thank you. All right. <laughs> now, wait. Now it sounds Russian. That's okay. <laughs> My little Sputnik. <laughs> that means friendship in Russian. All right. Well, let's be on our way. Remember, keep a low profile, everyone. No and- whining about your two hundred-year-old past. Camel just like raises his eyebrows and nods and then uh, turns back to the bar and waves the bartender back in. As soon as we start stepping away, I just lean over to Paul and uh, I just say, see, these are the things I'm talking about. He's letting in those vagrants, miscreants, having meetings with them when they should just be wiped out from the get-go. Agree. You should wipe them out. Gives you, narrows his eyes at you, making very deep eye contact. And nods. How should we do it? Well, now just speaking more openly as we move, suppose we just meet with this dire fellow. Can't be too smart. I mean, you saw the picture. So, see what he wants, and uh, while we're doing that, maybe one of us can uh, keep an eye peeled. See what his security system is like. How armed is he? What's his resources? And uh, maybe get a better look at this... uh, this location that uh, Camel seemed to be interested around the tracks seemed to be better better used for something else. Maybe we can get an inkling of what it would be better used for if we scope it out a bit. You know, to I'm kill the beginning to see why Camel keeps you around. These are all smashing ideas. Smash. I want to smash the bodyguard. Uh, Paul turns to <laughs> Levi. Uh. You think you can handle your friend? My friend? Who are you talking about? You know... Your uh, kindred. My Sputzka? <laughs> yes, uh, your, your Sputz. Sputzka. You gotta, you gotta spit more when you say it. Yes, just make sure he doesn't fly off the handle. Sam, oh no, he'll, he's like a, he's like a homing missile. You just point and click. All right then, well, somebody call your, uh, your driver. One of you has a driver, right? <laughs> <laughs> We all want to go in the same vehicle. My car is in the shop, though. I see. Because I did not write it down. (laughs) Guess I'll call (laughs) the service then. (laughs) You can you can have a car if you can afford it. It's fine. All right then. Let me. Let's see. Nineteen sixties best selling. Nah, that's too. It stick out too much. Let's do nineteen (laughs) eighty. Nineteen ninety two best selling vehicles. Wow. My, my motorcycle's from 1953, so... Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Guarantee it. I'm gonna go with number two. Oh, that's a pickup truck. That's not gonna work. What was number one? <laughs> uh, Ford F-Series. Wow, of course. Forever and ever. We can all ride in the back. Yeehaw! Well, we can always take my uh, my old Oldsmobile 
98. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I had it modified, you know, to meet uh, current uh, emission standards, of course, but it's black. And it's California. California has very, very, very high emission standards. Oh, yes. It's almost completely rebuilt. The only thing that uh, matches the original is the outside. Here, here. I have a photo in my pocket that I'll share with you. <laughs> I need to see the exhaust system to know if it's really... It's actually a pretty cool looking car. Up to specs. It looks like it would have vampires in it. It's almost like a hearse. Yeah. No, I like it. That suits our profile. All right. And I'll like reach in my pocket. I guess it, uh, I forgot. It's out of the shop. So, uh, <laughs> who's, got the best drive? who's got the best drive skill? I have one. I have one. Anyone have more than one? <laughs> I don't drive. Oh, wait, no, I don't have one. Never mind. Sorry. All right, then, Sam, if you don't mind, take the liberties. Sure. Be gentle yes. with her. Okay. It's Sam drives like a parking lot. All right, let's go. Uh, and when we go past uh, Priscilla, I want to just come up to her and be like, uh, make sure to uh, put that bowl of... Uh, never, never mind. Did you, did I said you make that. a joke be a terrible and thing. mute yourself again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an insult? <laughs> No. I didn't hear it. I was, you just you no, started talking. Good. Sorry. We're cutting it. So uh, just, uh, uh, right. Now I was going to have Priscilla like, feed my dog, but I just realized that would be a terrible idea. So I'm not going to do that. Well, Even the uh, PCs are into Asian girls. Jeez. You do walk. You do walk by her, and um, you see that lightning red is there bothering her, which is a frequent thing that happens. When we get in the car, Alexander's going to perk up considerably. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Every time I look at whiskey, it reminds me of my wife. Her name so, was Whiskey, uh, too. <laughs> All right, so... But, whiskey Hamilton? <laughs> let's pause that one. So uh, I'll give you a little <laughs> info about the building. So it's like a tall, curved building set back off a service road next to the freeway. And uh, out front, there's a little water feature with some, like, palm trees. Nothing special. A shitload of blacktop all around it. Um, and just, like, a million parking spaces, like everything in L.A. Uh, and that's all I got about outside. And um, whose car is, are we taking again? Uh, Levi's car. Okay, Levi, you find this on your under your windshield. There's an image in the Fantasy Grounds. What's this? What is this? I just like rip it off, infuriated, barely then, able to like maintain my composure. You look around and you see that there's one on like every car. So uh, I'll read for the um, recording. Maybe it's a pretty simple flyer on normal paper, and it says tonight, Montebello City Park, peace in our hood, all night vigil, rest in power, Alex and Connie. Don't shoot a brother or sister. Put an end to drug gang violence and dirty killer cops. All night community vigil against police and gang violence in memory of Marcus Alexander Bagston and Connie Gray Nyaka. Organized by Park Avenue Christian Church Community Peace Project. Co-sponsors Beth Israel Synagogue, South Montebello People's Self-Defense Committee. Refreshments provided. Bring a friend. I appreciate the poor English in the put uh, end, not what, put in it. What is the the <laughs> emblem? 
What's uh, <laughs> it's what's obviously a, a, a nutsack to symbolize the <laughs> upside down heart. But it's also pissing out the out the top right. Well, they kiss in our everything, hood. Alexander. It'll leave something to the imagination. Does he show that? Do you show this to us, or is it just you're throwing it? What's on all the cars? It sounds like so it's easy for I guess everyone to see. I think we'd have to pick it up to actually look at it, right? I pick it up and remark. Oh, it's another Alexander. So, um, maybe Sam, Sam, you definitely recognize the name of the synagogue as like the one that you. Hang oh yeah, at. for sure. <laughs> That's my synagogue right there. And uh, maybe you would also know nobody has like. I'm just looking at your sheets right now, real quick. Uh, Alexander, could you roll me like a etiquette yeah. and intelligence? So click the plus next to etiquette and the die next to intelligence to roll. Okay, so, uh, there you go. Wow, Jesus. Is that right? That many dice? Critical um, success. I don't know why it's oh, seven. Yeah. Looks like there's a well, maybe. I, I have three and three, and then don't you get like one more for something? Discipline dominate, dominate came into play. Uh, okay, well, we'll just anyway. ignore the... We'll just take <laughs> out a success. So we'll say you have five successes, so that's plenty. Alexander, you recognize this symbol is kind of reminiscent, you would think, maybe, of like an anarch symbol? Uh, yeah, I know this symbol, everybody. See, they draw the balls and the cock that's pissing <laughs> as, a, as a symbol against, you know, the settled government. So I think this might of be course. anarch, an anarch symbol. They're really sticking it to the man. Good eye, Bluebelly. I almost didn't see it myself. Bluebelly? I'm American. It's a, it's a, it's a name for like a Union sol- nickname for Union soldiers during the Civil War. Revol- I was in the Revolutionary War. What? You guys could argue about past centuries later. You weren't a slave owner. (laughs) Yeah, as a as a Marylander, two hundred years ago, when there were slaves in Maryland, (laughs) there were slaves during the Civil War as well. But all right, fine, I'll change the name. Yes, but. Revolution. I'm gonna call you. Seven, I'm gonna call you lobster then. Lobster. I I I don't understand this nickname. It's not Maine. Lobster was a nickname for uh, British soldiers during the Revolutionary War. You said you were I'm British not, heritage. I'm American. I was born you in Maryland. You said you're English heritage. I, so I my family that. came from England many many years yeah. before I was born in America. Whether <laughs> it makes sense to Alexander, so is gonna call you lobster. I'm gonna call you lobster. That's what it is. It's lobster. Oh, I'm getting sad. Paul again. is finding this incredibly hard to deal with. Yes, sitting he in the is. back seat. <laughs> are we driving to the place? Have to roll a driver, or are we just going? <laughs> have we started moving, or are these two just arguing? Well, we're, we're outside the, the car, <laughs> looking at this paper. <laughs> the While paper they're arguing on nicknames. I just explained it about the balls and says tonight. <laughs> the top. Isn't that? Isn't that? Doesn't that depend on when you look at this paper? <laughs> so Paul sees a young woman walking up the street, like hundreds of yards away. Let's go to Mars tonight. Following her. 
He feels the <laughs> the pang of hunger in him. We could literally go every night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh, don't start the car yet, Sam. Paul's gonna uh, just like points at him. Are you physically following her? No, just following her with his eyes. Okay, she's none the wiser as she uh, is dangerously walking down this. Um, it's pretty well lit, but it's still like an access road next to the freeway. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so noticing <laughs> that the argument has died down, Paul will come back to the conversation and get in the car. I think I might want to stop and stop at this thing later. Is this on the way, out of the way? If I look at the map? So you know this is out of the way. Let me see if I can... I'll, you would know where this park is, so I'll reveal it real quick. Uh, what's it called? Montebello City Park. Let's see how long this takes. I'm looking at the map, just like... Uh, I see Saybrook Park, and... Okay, try Montebello. to... Refresh. Refresh. I think it popped up. I don't think I had to hit first. Let me see. Oh, it did? Wow. No, it's no, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It's it Montebello Metro Link. Be a. Uh, Israel Cemetery. <clears throat> make it like an orn- another orange pen, and it just looks like a normal map pen. Oh. It's kind of central inside the shark, too. No, but we can just guesstimate. Okay. Well, you know that it's kind of. The I found it anyway. Okay. It's the opposite direction you want to go to. All right. Oh yeah, there it is. Okay. To Superior Groceries or Grocers. They're the best grocers for things that we can't eat. <laughs> so, uh, are you guys rolling or what you doing? Yeah, let's roll. I'll I'm just make a note about this later. I'm explaining the difference between the Revolutionary War and the Civil War to Levi in the car. Get your math straight. Two hundred years ago is closer to the Civil War now than it is the Revolutionary War. It was two hundred years when I woke up sixty years ago. Cut me some slack. Your family died when you woke up? I don't understand you your bad mess. <laughs> My family was already long dead when I woke up. Driver! It was just like tap on the seat. <laughs> Can you turn okay. on some music, please? Paul puts in earbuds. Or his, like, what's the Apple shit now? AirPods or whatever? Sorry, who's, who's driving? I am. Sam. Sam. <clears throat> okay, so, uh... You guys get rolling. It's actually not far um, into commerce. You're kind of like on the border there if you look at the map. So you'll just slip down uh, Eastern Ave. Do we pass that woman that was walking? Uh, no. Okay. She would have. Because if not... we do, I'm going to yell at her. Beep the horn. <laughs> Go home! It's late! <laughs> While y'all were arguing, she would have made it to where she was going. She started running. <laughs> The middle of the highway. <laughs> All right. So if you're just heading into kind of the warehouse district as directed, question mark? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> as you're driving, uh, Sam, you notice kind of wherever um, you allow Levi to normally feed from you and your uh, little deal that you have worked out is starting to itch. <laughs> where, where does Sam scratch? <laughs> Uh, let's think. He just is junk subtly. <laughs> <laughs> Top of his ass crack now. No, uh, probably on his chest. 
above <laughs> above the nipple. <laughs> That's kind of what weird. The right nipple. <laughs> yeah, just so you push my face into your chest. You guys just see uh, in public. Sam kind of uh, just scratching know, at my chest. Just scratching, maybe adjusting his armor. You're not sure. Maybe so, Levi will. Did, would Levi like pick up that he's like scratching the spot? Are you riding shotgun? Sure. Yeah, as you see his his hand go there, you're kind of uh, you kind of know what's what's up. I think. All right. Let's make a mental note then. And uh, everyone in the coterie would know. I don't know. Maybe they. Maybe that's something I should have tried to establish. If everyone would know. You too. Does the blood I drink affect him? Since he drinks from me? Uh, no, your mood would affect him, possibly. Okay. Um, but also, when he drinks from you, you get a certain kind of like boost or rush. And when it's been a little while since you've allowed him to feed off of you, you get uh, these kind of, you just feel uneasy, unsettled, antsy, a little itchy. Not sure if it's in your head or it's a physical thing. So you get like Tyrone Biggums? Yeah. <laughs> Not that severe, but uh, maybe <laughs> if you wait long enough. Can one of y'all bite my nipple? <laughs> you don't got any of them vampire bloods? <clears throat> All right, so you're uh, you're driving along into the, the warehouse district. Uh, so it's like one of those industrial areas that tend to be between like railroad tracks and bodies of water where they just like stuff industrial stuff in a line. Uh, and there's like a bunch of two-story sheet metal and kind of old block buildings spaced out on these big old lots on both sides of the street. Um, there's almost no foot traffic, and most of the buildings are just dark with everything turned off except for maybe like security lighting, um, but few and far between. Couple of homeless tents between the lots or in empty lots, maybe, but you don't see too much activity. Uh, it's pretty dark over here. Um, to the southwest, I think you can hear uh, maybe the cars buzzing on the highway, not too far off. Um, and then, uh, if you're lucky, you might hear the big heavy train go by over on the other side, just a couple blocks away. Uh, so. You're driving along through the warehouse zone in Dyer's domain. Do we see any uh, dope dealers just like out and about? Or can I look around for a dope dealer? Nah, you don't look, you don't see any real, anybody like that has that look about them. There might be like one or two people like loading a truck out of one of these, you know, industrial buildings, or you might see somebody kind of like, uh, zonked out on heroin, leaned up against their tent in an empty lot or something, but you don't see anybody that's out there selling. Maybe we should talk to homeless. Maybe we should talk to some of these homeless. Maybe eat something. Yes, let us hit the streets then. Prowl for information. <clears throat> so I guess I'm going to park the car mm, somewhere that looks like it's not going to get the tires yanked off of it. <laughs> No one wants these All tires. Right. <laughs> All right, yeah. So you find um, there's like a a print shop 
that looks like it's pretty well maintained and they have a little like customer parking lot that's pretty well lit so you can you think if you pull in there and just leave your car under the light you'll probably be okay so if i pull in there and leave the car under the light do i notice any cameras around there too so i don't think we want a camera there um let's see can you roll your awareness and um let's say wits yeah so when you kind of pull up you see on the front door of the print shop there's a little camera like pointed down sort of at the door in the parking lot if it had a wide lens it might catch your plate all right so i'll say okay guys there's camera up there i'm gonna take care of that before you come out hold on i'll step out the car and i'll like uh i look around like for is there like trash around anywhere i mean this is la there's gotta be like yeah, there's, newspapers there's and shit everywhere. Of, there's plenty of trash there's actually an <laughs> overflowing trash can next to the door i just want to put like a box or something in front of the license plate so the camera doesn't pick it up so you're gonna park and then put the box in front of the license plate no i'm gonna stop on the side get the box set it up then park to cover the license plate like when i pull up to it Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you can do that. It's kind of thing Sam does. Jamie's had experience running around on dead plates before. You didn't remember that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> just, just some mud. I mean, I, w- I went through a big puddle. I don't know what the deal is. So, like, so, Levi would take a second to, like, spin around, like, the, on his seat in the car to, like, address everyone. He says... And despite the uh, caliber of individual we'll be searching for tonight, remember, this is his domain. Try not to do anything unnecessary. We don't want to draw the ire of, well, people higher up, even more higher up than a camel, right? Uh, Paul takes out his earbuds and pockets them. Were you listening to me? This isn't Dyer's place. What are we doing here? This whole section of the city, this commerce district, is his domain. We're meeting him, aren't we? Yes, I'm just telling everyone not to act out of line. Don't go around just randomly feeding or biting people, you know. I do know. Of course you do, Paul. (laughs) I never doubted you. And I'll collapse your shoulder. (laughs) Uh, Paul recoils from your touch. (laughs) Levi seems surprised. Back to business. And gets out of the car. Levi will take a second to open up his briefcase and pull out his black leather gloves, put them on, and that'll be it. Yeah. All right. So, which one of you is going to uh, throttle these homeless for information? <laughs> I'm good at beating information out, I'm not asking for it. Is anyone like good at with uh, streetwise or anything like that? Well, I have criminal contacts. I have one streetwise. Yeah. And high intelligence, high wits. So why are we strangling homeless people? We're, we're not strangling anyone. Paul, <laughs> like, kind of holds his the bridge of his nose with his glasses. Bit in well, from my understanding, we don't know exactly where Dyer is, do we? No, and that's why we're trying to... We want to talk to some yes. people and find out him. Find out where he is. Uh, let, me, let me look around for some dealers. I'm sure they can tell us. Uh... Can't you do your premonition thing? Something. 
Uh, we should probably be careful with Paul just going around. Excuse me, do you sell drugs? We should be, <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm just going to look around. I do have... I got streetwise drugs, particularly. So. Well, I have criminal contacts. Do I, do I have any criminal contacts? Mm, I don't know if I would have anyone in this area. Probably not. Mr. Storyteller, yeah, You might want to think about what your criminal specific. contacts are. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it's not just a general thing normally. Okay. What what's up, OGJ? Uh, so Paul has Streetwise, and his specialty in Streetwise is drugs. Okay, you wanna um, <laughs> give me a roll, I guess, to kind of exercise that. All right. So we'll say Streetwise and uh, Wits. So click the plus next to Streetwise, and then click the die next to Wits. Okay. Do I get an extra die because I got the specialty in it? You do, yes. So I hit like the plus one, yeah, at the bottom too. Yeah, there, there. All right. Okay, so you got a pretty, you made it, and you had a pretty good um, margin of success. So I'm just trying so, to look for where somebody would be selling. So you think um, you saw like uh, a block back, and on the other side of the street, uh, a mark that might uh, indicate that people could hang around there and buy stuff. Right. Uh, I think there's a dealer back here, and he'll start. All right, lead the way. Uh, so, is there, Jordan, is there a range on since the unseen? Um, let's look. Like, is could that... I just? I yeah, I'd like to do it now and just keep it going as we're searching. Yeah. So I think that's always on. <clears throat> okay, I'd like so to do it... that. Then. It relies on me um, notifying you of... Storyteller makes a hidden roll of wits and aspects against the difficulty you choose. Yeah. So it's the vampire. So you're looking <laughs> for hidden supernatural entity? I'm looking for... Well, it's uh, something I... supernatural hiding in plain sight. So yeah, like some maybe um, like the... I don't know. I don't know if this counts. Like the the trace that a vampire was around, you know, like one of one of these dire guys was here re recently. Okay. Um, I don't know if that since counts. Since you're doing it actively, why don't you do a resolve plus auspex roll so you can click the plus next to auspex in your discipline. Let me list. try. Let me try clicking the button in the thing. Hold on. Let's see if this works. It does not. Okay. What do you want me to roll? So click the plus next to aspects in your disciplines and then flip back to the first page and click the die next to resolve. So resolve plus aspects. Jesus, where is it? <clears throat> in your disciplines list. I know. I'm looking for it. The oh, third. there. Sorry. Okay, so sorry. Yeah, it's like press, plus, the name. press the button. The plus, then what? Then go back to main and click the die next to resolve to roll it. Resolve, okay. Okay, so just, just take one of them, not two. Oh, no, it is two, okay. Okay, so you, you don't find anything. There's a difficulty at three. Could I have passed that? I guess not. <laughs> okay. You didn't know what the difficulty was going to be until you tried it. You could, you know, well, you could have if you critted. Yeah, if you critted, uh, then you would have had four successes, right? But it would have been a messy critical. So walk, walking up to the mark, um, 
what is is it just a generic mark or does it would i recognize some meaning like what kind of drug it might be uh yeah you're not sure it just seems like a general kind of thing all right i want to heighten my senses and then i'm just going to take a hundred dollar bill out of my wallet and hold it up in the air <laughs> hold it up in the air yep come get it he's all fishing right. let me see what your heightened senses deal is i just lets me roll more dice on a perception check Ah, you don't have that power listed in your thing. Oh, yeah, you do. Okay, do you want to do a perception check? Um, yeah, I'm just looking around for anybody approaching or any signs of movement. Okay, yeah, you don't. It's nothing special. Just like from uh, the back side of the building. This building isn't super deep. Like you're on the you're at the corner where the short end goes back away from you. So somebody just rolls around and uh, sees you holding up the money. And he just shouts from down the other end of the building as he comes um, casually walking up. The fuck are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'll put the the thing down. Does he seem like a human? Um, yeah, I mean, his color and everything, you would assume he's a human. All right, I'll drop my senses and put the money back in my pocket. <clears throat> and uh, uh, he makes his way up to you, and he, he's like a shorter but pretty bulky mixed race guy he's dressed in like a hoodie and jeans just kind of unremarkable wouldn't stop to look at him if you saw him on the street and he's like the fuck are you doing Uh, my friends and i would like to purchase some illicit substances and he just like tilts his head to the side and looks between the four of you he's like fucking white people man all right what you need um well i'm in the market for anything. What's today's special? You're gonna be about to piss me off. You ain't <laughs> never. Is this your first time doing drugs, honey? There's a first time for everything. I got coke. You want some coke? How much do you have on you? Two How liters. Much you How much you trying to buy? I'd like three kilos. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna take out my wallet and like start flipping hundred dollar bills out, just like counting them, like giggling and going. <laughs> no, no, no! Calm down, calm down. And he's like, "Oh, sh-. he's like, the fuck are you I'm trying to get no, your no, ass no, killed out here? Jesus Christ, boys! If I had a kilo, you think I'd be fucking hanging around here? Well, can you get it? No, no, no. We need to talk to someone who could get us three kilos. Can you take us there? Well, you don't have to spell it out for the man. He's obviously in the business. <laughs> can, can I you? Take, can I take like, three? He doesn't know that we're serious motherfuckers. Look like they just came from the prom to somebody they can buy three kilos from. Get the fuck out of my face. So I'm gonna like Levi's just gonna like pop over the shoulder of Paul and make himself more known and make eye contact with this individual. And I want to use compel my dominate. Dot. And um, I'm gonna just tell the person just straight up, take us to Dire. Okay, so I think you have to roll charisma plus dominate. Okay, because it's they're, they're kind of resisting or whatever. Yeah, and I'll roll. I'll roll uh, to because he just told you to get out of his fucking face. I'll roll his resisting roll. Okay, so uh, you got three successes. He got one, so margin of... Okay. Yeah, so he's just like, 
he just like makes a face and he's like fuck alright you wanna fuck with that fine let him tear your ass up and he just starts walking down the street like he blows through the middle of the group of you and he's just muttering to himself dumb motherfuckers coming in here acting like cops and shit about to get their faces sliced off dumb motherfuckers god damn fucking hate this post fuck this shit Levi just turns to the group like to Paul and uh Alexander and just looks at everyone does like I'm just like stealing like stuff from everyone's other other older characters like does the railing thing like grabs everybody on the shoulders and just says nice work everyone let's continue (laughs) (laughs) all right let's go friends he's uh (laughs) he's walking down the way you guys were driving so you're just like following him in a line yeah, we're oh, sorry. Where are, we are we on the map, by the way? Sorry. On the Google map. Whereabouts are we on the Google map? Like. Oh. Um. So you're on in Dyer's domain, the street closest to that river at the bottom, Bandini. Okay. So right, we'll cool. say you're like. Uh, hang on a sec. Sorry. You're like at the intersection of. Um, well, you're pretty far to the northwest. He's taking you up towards South Indiana Street, and you're on the okay. south side of the street, so you're like in that big giant block. <clears throat> Jordan, can I reasonably find a spider? Uh, I'm gonna need some kind of roll for you to do that, but I'm sure if you succeed, you could find one. So you're gonna roll me intelligence plus. Um, let's say you're. I'll give you the choice. Well, it'll end up being the same dice. So let's just say investigation. So five. Investigation is two. I've got two in investigation. So that that or what? I was going to say occult and with your blood sorcery benefit, because this is something you do all the time Uh, to power this spell, but it's the same. All right. I'll do occult. That seems to fit. So give yourself a plus one. Well, you got it anyway. I got it anyway. Okay. So I find a spider. Yep, so there's just like uh, an old uh, branch hanging down out, out of the middle of a fence and a spider built its web and it's just fat sitting on top of something that it wrapped up. I look at the spider and I say, sorry, Mr. Spider. And I grab him really hard and crush him in my hand and I put him in a little vial that I keep in my coat. I'll use you later. All right, since you're practiced at this, I'll say you know how to do that without rolling or anything. Anyway, we can keep going now. All right, so he's like, uh, you cross over Indiana Street, or rather the intersection to Indiana Street is on the right, and uh, about that time, he says, the next lot, fuck you, and then he turns around and walks back the way he came from. He is not going to stop. his loss? Paul will say, like, your loss as he's walking away. he's just walking. So he kind of indicated uh, the same side of the street you're on, just a little bit ahead. So here, let me... So the the lot that he's referring to is like, it has a like a nine foot tall chain link fence with those uh, like green strips through it. So it's not impossible to see through it, but it's, you know, not exactly easy either. And it's topped with barbed wire and it looks to be, which is not uncommon over here, that the lots would be surrounded by a barbed wire tall fence. But uh, this one looks to be in a little bit better condition. It's like that black chain link. 
and it's still mostly black so it's it's new enough that it hasn't been all beat to shit and uh rusted out or anything and uh you can look down the line of the fence and you can see like a little uh parking lot entrance and there's you catch a glimpse of like a little um parking guard uh station there too but you're still you know it's like at the other end of the lot so you're pretty far off all right then well let's go rattle some cages (laughs) can we take a quick break i get the bathroom yeah let's take a 10 minute break so we'll come back on the hour okay all right sounds good Hey guys, I'm back. Sorry. Hey, you're was... never gone. Oh, I was flying. Give him a nice four corner hat. Pizza crusts. <laughs> what? what were you what? doing? I took a piss and then I was like flattening out some pizza crusts. Did you wash your hands first? <laughs> no, dude. What does that mean? Why do you get to flatten them out? Exactly. So they rise. Yeah, from oh, there making you know. pizza. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had some like dough rice. Yeah. We were, he just we were... ordered a pizza and started smashing the crust. <laughs> yeah, dude, you don't flatten like... your pizza crust. You weren't flat enough for me. Jeez, we were riffing We were riffing euphemisms for pooping, so I thought flattening out a pizza crust was one. Uh, nice. <laughs> oh, that was that oh, fits God. perfect. Though. <laughs> it is now. Oh, I gotta flatten my pizza crust. You know what I'm talking about? It's a very specific kind of poop. That's the, that's the one where you piss. That's when the that's the one where you shit all over the seat and then sit on it. It's like a Play-Doh. It's like a Play-Doh poop. It's long, narrow, and on the edges there's like frayed edges that have like red specks all over it. Let's return to our pursuits. Yeah, let's find them. Okay, so you're at the far end of this lot um, next to the barbed wire fence. You can see down the line there's a little uh, parking gate or something, gate house building down there. What are y'all doing? Does it look like there's an attendant there? Or is it empty? Uh, you can't tell. You can just see kind of like the corner of the little hut sticking out behind, beside the fence. And it's right on the other side of the breach in the fence for the for the driveway. So you figure it's a parking attendant deal. Could I attempt uh, to do my uh, Sense the Unseen again to see how many vampires are in the area? Ooh. Um, let me check. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you can do your Auspects plus Resolve roll. Oh, baby. Hold on, hold on. Don't roll. Okay, go ahead. Oh, the, these windows are so unresponsive. Come on, baby. They're real small. Wow. God damn it. Okay, so you you don't find anything. So Levi will turn to the group and uh, say, uh, well, being straightforward, we've got this far. I think we just keep following the path no need to be sneaking about for caught doing anything like that like thinks something suspicious is going on so we just walk right up and demand to meet the man we're just here for conversation exactly maintain our composure be respectful and uh you know despite his rough demeanor i'm sure he'll have this uh, interaction is no different than anything we would have with camel or anyone else great 
such a mensch, Levi. Good, good, Levi. Let's go. And then you start hearing public enemy in the background as we slow motion walk down the street. Okay, so you're just walking up to what the guardhouse? Oh uh, yeah, if that is, I guess if that appears to be the the main entrance, That's direct in front of us. Yeah, yeah, it's the only one you can tell, uh, possibly because it's the only one. All right. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to. Hey, John, uh, Mace, research how often you can use that thing, just in case the one that you've been using, because I doesn't say, yeah. and I'm just wondering. Uh, okay, so you come up, and I'm going to share kind of the lot diagram because you can see once you walk um, past the edge of the fence and into the kind of driveway area. It has those little, like, pop-up um, car stopper things that come out of the ground, mm. and those are deployed right now, so they're in place. And I'll give you this. Wow, I got a lot of windows. Hold on. Share shit. Oh, I keep clicking the wrong thing, boys. Okay, I put the little link dot in the Fantasy Grounds chat. Or did I? Because it's frozen. There it there goes. It okay. A map! Goddamn map. So you can see uh, there is a guard in the guardhouse. He's a normal-looking mid-twenties white guy. Um, he's in a little window which is half open, so like the top half of his, like from his chest and up is covered by the window so he can like reach his hands in and out pretty much basically. And then uh, you see a red T-bird with the young lady from the photo that you saw leaning on the back of it, just kind of like scrolling on her phone, looking pretty bored. And uh, she, um, yeah, she's doing that. And the guard is like, Hey, uh, can I help you? Ah, fine, sir. Good evening. I just come up to the window, like lean on it, my elbows, and uh, I'll look over towards uh, is it Rex, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of gesture to her and say, uh, uh, we're looking to speak with that uh, fine woman over there. Do you mind if we uh, pop inside your gate and uh, have a conversation with her? And uh, she can hear you say this from where she's at. So she just kind of like raises her eyebrow and looks up from her phone. And the guy's like looking over your shoulder at her, and uh, she puts her phone away and takes a half a step forward and reaches like behind her. And I guess she was also leaning on a semi-automatic rifle, so she kind of just has that casually in <laughs> one hand as she walks to the edge of the. Um, how do I move stuff? Ah, let's not move stuff. Okay, there it goes. She just walks to the edge of the little barrier right there, and she's like, what's up? Uh, what's her, like, appearance? Does she, like, appear to be kindred, or does she look human? Um, she doesn't yeah, look sickly or whatever. She looks normal. Uh, and I'll just break away from the, the guard or whatever and walk towards her, maybe just, like, keeping, like, me on the opposite side of one of those pylons as she's on the other side. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Just warmly, my palms extended and open. I said, ah, you must be Rex. Is that correct? Uh, yep, that's me. <laughs> and she looks over and... your shoulder at the rest of them and is like, what are you, what's your guys' whole deal? Ah, myself and my, uh, my pussy here. 
Ah, uh, we have been sent by my employer to speak with yours. I think you've maybe uh, spent some time at our casino up the way. And she just turns her head to the side and furrows her brow and looks at you like she's not going to agree to anything, but she's just waiting for you to continue. All right, I'm going to kick on all then. Okay. So, all, can you give me a capsule description of what that does? Uh, So, uh, I can add my presence dice to any skill involving persuasion or performance. And... Basically, anyone in the presence of me finds their their attention uh, drawn to me. And those listening to me might suddenly agree on subjects where they once held different viewpoints. And also okay. says, well, this power doesn't wrap it. Yeah. So. Go for it. <clears throat> Does that apply to us, too? Like your posse? <clears throat> I think you can direct it, sort of. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, if that's the case, then I won't necessarily do it towards everyone else yeah i would say there's not really friendly fire on it you can kind of direct it okay cool um i'll say uh yes uh our boss will uh sent us here to speak with yours in order to uh well make sure that there weren't any misunderstandings about uh recent conversation that they had would me might be able to speak with him and she still has her head turned to the side and her brow furrowed and she says, who's your boss? Uh, he owns and operates the uh, casino. The oh. I scramble in my notes. What the fuck was the name of the casino? Shit. Okay. She goes, oh, okay. The camel. Yeah, oh, they're, I didn't know that they're dealing with one another. That's cool. I like camel. He's a nice oh, guy. Good, he, bought, yes. he bought dinner for my mom after I lost a whole bunch. And she uh, looks over his, uh, over Levi's shoulder at the guard and just like, gives him like a yeah just fuck off kind of wave and uh she's like do you guys have a are you bringing a car in or are you, you're just on foot i guess uh on foot it seems just look down at his feet okay well i mean go ahead on in <laughs> and she uh unclips she's wearing like i don't know what does it look like in our photo that's pretty much what she's wearing but maybe with a jacket on too and she kind of relaxes the grip on the rifle and lets the butt rest on the ground and she unclips a little small walkie-talkie and just says uh four coming in and then she looks at levi and says vip and then kind of smiles at the group and uh uh, levi gives that like kind of ron burgundy kind of grin and nod (laughs) in response and uh if um i don't when question when uh when paul does premonition is it like obvious that he's like in some sort of trance or anything like that or is it just kind of like all encapsulated in his head and no one's the wiser that he's doing it uh it's pretty brief so it's hard to tell so i guess the moment where it seems like they're going to start letting us in i feel like levi would like try to use paul kind of like uh, how abba i don't know if any of you guys ever anybody watch lost kingdom the viking show anyways there's a like a viking warlord who has a sorcerer and basically he can't make any decisions without consulting a sorcerer first who like throws the bones and like tells him what to do (laughs) so that's kind of like how i think levi would try to use paul so once they go in paul he would just lean over to paul and kind of clasp him on the shoulder and be like how do you feel about this yes paul will how does paul feel about this i don't know or the player of paul Uh, uh, i'm gonna do the premonition thing 
Okay, so you can use that once per scene, so that'll probably be it for this for a while, so that's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, where did Sam's token go? Okay, so uh, you see Paul kind of maybe just like puts his hand to his forehead or takes his glasses off for a second, and in that brief moment, Paul, you just see uh, like a flash of red coming out of the window so i should describe this building i guess it's like a two-story um sheet metal building and there's three like car garage bays and it's clearly like an auto shop or something and paul you can tell um that dyer is upstairs in the or you see yourself um counting money upstairs and you're feeling pretty angry and you know that you are dyer in that moment and that you are upstairs in the office. Okay. Um, you don't see wanna... anyone else in the room with you. Is there anyone else in the building, like on the way up? Uh, you don't. You can just tell inside that room. Okay. I, wanna so I want to. I want to speak up real quick. I can use my sense the unseen with wits and aspects also. My wits is a lot higher than my resolve. Um. Okay. Let's finish the thing with Paul real quick. What did you say, Paul? I just want to use insight on um, Rex see if she seems legit use insight yeah can I like I want to see like what is is Rex telling the truth or is she like about what about like radioing up that we're VIPs and whatnot like is she trying to d- double cross us or is she actually like friendly to camel okay yeah um I guess you could just do a normal like insight plus wits roll oh what the fuck uh uh, it... So, normally, yeah, I could, oh, there I you couldn't go. roll on the map. Oh, so a lot of dice to barely get it. So yeah, you you don't think that she's hiding anything? <laughs> um, all right, like her me... posture is normal. She didn't flip out or change colors or anything when she was talking. So it seems like she's being honest. Oh. All right, I will tell uh, Levi. Yeah, he's in there. I think we're safe. And um, Levi just kind of nods, squints his eyes. On your sense, the unseen mace. Yeah. The the thing is, if you're actively searching, it's resolve plus aspects. It says. Well, if it's wits, it's passive, then, right? Whenever there's something <laughs> supernatural hiding in plain sight, the storyteller makes a hidden roll of wits plus aspects, and then oh. lower. If a vampire actively searches for a hidden supernatural entity, they roll resolve plus aspects. Okay. Yes, OGJ? I was just going to say, uh, Paul tells Levi that Dyer also seems angry about something, and he's counting he's money. Hmm. I think he might be having some money problems. Maybe something with his supply. Maybe that's why he's coming up with crackpot schemes and telling him the camel. Makes sense. Don't forget to look out for security. I'll just look at Sam. <laughs> so uh, what you see in terms of security right now is the the Jamoke in the guard box, and then there's like a tubby. Well, he's not tubby. He's just like one of those big all-over guys um, who's boredly standing next to the entry door. All right. Would I, by the way, would I know? You guys are like, going to have to start carrying? moving. <laughs> Who's carrying? Yeah, carrying. I'm, I'm following her. Yeah, I'm just like 
just assume I, I, I said I'll follow her, so I'm just wondering okay. like who's actively carrying weapons on them. I mean, uh, you would, would I know probably that? not know because I don't think you guys have done too much field where like you went to intimidate some nerd card counter, but that was about it. Okay, then that's why I don't know then. I'm just curious. All right, I have McCain and just kind of strolling up. I'd be stroking. So the uh, the big guy waits for you all to kind of get over there, and he just, like, waves his jangly keys that are on a rope next to this pad next to the door, and then he pulls the door open. Why, thank you. And he just kind of, like, raises his eyebrows and doesn't even really look at you. <laughs> all right, then. And, uh... Step in, assuming everybody's following me. Yeah, Paul will be. We'll follow you. <clears throat> okay, so you're stepping in. Mm-hmm. All right, you feel the floor depress under your. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Two so more here's style. No save. <laughs> it just hits you. Here's another map. Dire Garage One. Can you see it? I see uh, like a bed. Those beds. What is, is this? It? I gotta click it's... buttons. It's just a small room. Okay. Right? That's yeah, it's a I small got. room. Okay, Black so you see... Uh, yeah, those are chairs. So it's like a little uh, waiting room. So it's like the waiting room for the garage, pretty much. Okay. Um, so it's like a dumpy little waiting room. There's a fake plant. Uh, there's a glass-enclosed teller window that just has the like hands-only slot that people can push their money through. Um, and then on the left is a window that has the blinds drawn and a door to what you're assuming is the garage. And uh, the chunky guard says, uh, through the lobby, up the stairs, catwalk office. And he lets the door close behind the last one of you. Is uh, Rex still with us? No, she's stayed at the car. Oh, okay. Just kind of turn to the group a little bit. Maybe I'm a little surprised. So, hmm, I guess we're just free to, to go. Well, don't mind if I take my time. So I'll let uh, I be representing the whole party unless you guys want to split up for some reason. So maybe as I'm walking around to see if there's anything of note in the room. In this waiting room? No, there's like some yeah. wrinkly magazines on the little table. Uh, you're standing on a kind of patterned rug that would hide anything if they never wash it and that's about it you can look into the teller window thing it's dark but you can see like a back side of a monitor a chair and like a trash can in the wall behind it but that's about it it right. just tries to not touch anything and if you are you gonna do you want to look through the windows too or what do you want to do there's this is a very unremarkable room what kind of magazines are there just in general like what's the is there like a theme in the magazines they seem like get like one kind of magazine like cars or something like that it's like car stuff and then there's like what a guy would imagine a woman wants to read so like celebrity gossip news okay so cars all right um shall we continue then and i'll just kind of stroll the other side of the room just waiting to see if anybody wants to do anything else uh paul will follow Levi. so um the only door is this one over here. Oh, my bad. Okay. So uh, I don't know how to reveal more of this on the fly. Let's try. Can you see more? There you go. You did it. Okay. Cool. All right. Pop through okay. the door then. 
So you see uh, to your right is like a storage cabinet and uh, you see a door that has the blue man and woman sign on it, which you're assuming is a shitter. And then there's another, it's uh, pretty dark in here by the way, but um, there's a couple little like security type lights on. Mm. So you can see dimly, it's a basically a pretty well maintained and fairly clean in terms of a auto garage type of garage. So there's three bays here. There's a car and a couple of them. Um, all the tools are put away. It's not a cluttery mess. Like some of these places tend to be, it looks like, you know, very clean. What kind of, uh, cars are they working on? They look expensive, cheap. Um, just, I don't know, like mid class, nothing special. There's okay. like a four door sedan. And then the other one is like, um, one of the cheaper SUVs. Like a CX-5, maybe? Sure. Levi will just mutter something about a RAV4 is the preferred choice for him, but uh, he'll just I'll let it known to the group, I guess, that he just intends on going straight up to uh, Dyer's office, trying not to do anything funny. And I'm just back up. I'm just, you know, the beefcake behind you. Yeah. Paul follows, again, looking like he's trying to not touch anything. Alexander just wanders in the back, looking around. Sam is always purveying the surroundings. He's always trying to be aware of exits and things like that. Okay, so Sam will notice an exit way on the far side um, that we're here. Okay. And uh, if you guys, I don't know, can you move your, let me put the rest of you on the map, sorry. I think I'm like stuck behind the, this door. I can't move my token past the door. Okay, I'll try to figure out how to. Uh, oh wait, is this you like enforcing my uh, my flaw? <laughs> I can't cross the threshold of a home without being invited. <laughs> no, can you move it? Yeah, I can move it now. I mean, yeah. like I didn't set these up with doors or whatever, so I don't know why that happened to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, maybe it's a room because if you look at the black bar there, maybe it doesn't count as a door. Nope, I didn't. Uh, okay, so when you come around that corner, Levi, you see this is like a spiral stair, and there's kind of like a catwalk thing mm-hmm. that. Ex- um extends above so you see the door to what you're assuming is the uh the little teller office is right here and then above that is a little catwalk and you hear a door open and clomping footsteps and if you look up you can see like a little bald head pop over and he says god damn it camel get the get the fuck up here come on hurry up i just turned the group and you hear clomping back and uh, you hear, like, some just, you know, like someone who's stomping around on purpose. <laughs> All right. So climb the spiral staircase. And I, and I, I just want to remind the ST, because I'm just always, you know, playing D&D for a while. If you're, I'm afraid, like, D&D kind of stuff is going to happen. But uh, I do have rapid reflexes for my celerity that. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, so... Basically, yes, I would I'm, prefer it if you remind me of stuff that you guys have too, because everybody has like multiple powers. So just if you think it's relevant, tell me. Powers with uh, vampires with this power perceive events instantly and can react to them with superhuman alacrity. 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 That's the first time I've read that word. And uh, they can observe incoming projectiles uh, to the extent that they can attempt to dodge arrows and even bullets without available cover. Neat. That's the first dot skill. Yeah. 
It's either that or I forget what the other Solarity and Dot does, but okay. I'll just ex go up this spiral staircase then up to the catwalk. Cool. I'd All like right. to perform my clinging of the insect ritual. Okay. So I, so I got I caught that spider earlier and crushed it, and now I'm going to bleed myself a little bit into that same vial, swirl, give it a swirl, and then drink it. And now, in, instead of taking the stairs up to there, I climb the wall, and I climb like a, and I enter the room like a spider, and I'm on the ceiling looking down. <laughs> You're entering his Levi. office that way. <laughs> yes. Levi just like throws up his hands. Like, <laughs> oh, profile. Okay, let me um change maps. Sorry, I'll get faster at this. Okay, here's another map. A, map. a map for every room. <laughs> That's what I'm surprised most by. Nice. So, let me know if you can move yourselves. Yeah. And if you can't, yeah, I, can I don't know how to change that. Sorry. And where is... I can. Okay, so you're going up onto the ceiling? Yes. Okay. Above the couch. So, Dyer just goes, What the fuck? And he reaches under his desk and comes out with a shotgun. It's like, what the fuck is this? And then I drop Levi from the just... ceiling onto the couch, lying down, looking at him. Well, hello, Mr. Dyer. He just, like, cocks the shotgun. He's like, what the fuck? Levi will kind of throw his hands open, palms exposed, you know, and just say, I apologize for the theatrics. He kind of just looks over, takes a, like, a shot over at uh, Alexander and says, uh, Camel sent us here to, to talk with you. I hope we're not interrupting anything. Oh, to talk with me, huh? And he just has his eyes on Alexander the whole time. He's sitting behind a big fucking giant, one of those like old steel desks that has like a million drawers. Yes. Uh. Well, you see, do you, do you mind if I? And I kind of like gesture to the chair. He's like, Yeah, okay. And he just like has the shotgun still. Um. You, I don't know. Can you uncock a shotgun? <laughs> you can. I know a way. <laughs> kind of just like holds it lower at his belt level but he's still standing behind his desk alright Levi will take a moment to like get himself situated in the chair put like the cane across his lap and you know put across his legs and uh you know clasp one of his knees with both hands kind of sits there and starts talking says that yes he well he wanted you to know that you know make sure there was no hard feelings about your previous meeting I heard it was uh maybe it did not go as hell you planned and he just has this, like, eyes half-closed look at Levi. And uh, his walkie-talkie was just sitting on the desk. Just um, someone's keying it, so it's just going... Ksh, 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 ksh. And he just picks it up and hollers into it. Rex, when these fuckers leave, get your ass up here. And then he clicks it off and, like, slams it back down. And then he sits and has the shotgun across his lap. And he's like, okay, so he reconsidered. This is a big window behind him? Yeah, it's a big-ass window. The blinds oh, yeah. are um, down right now. Okay. Like, you can't see out because the blinds are down. And there's a big window behind the couch, too, which also has blinds down. But that That's like the hallway? Yeah, that, the, the space that you see inside the thick border is like the catwalk thing and the little gotcha. stairs up to the catwalk. Gotcha. So strictly with the intention of trying to, like, understand more about his operation um levi will just reply 
reconsidered is maybe uh, a stretch, but he is uh, sympathetic to your maybe situation. Uh, perhaps uh, business maybe not going as well as it normally had in the past. And well, I mean, we are here now, and we're be willing to to listen to any troubles you had. Maybe we can extend some help. What do you mean business isn't going as well as it has in the past? The fuck do you know about my business? I'm sorry, you just seem to be a little bit on edge. And he just, like, shakes his head and grits his teeth and says, Your buddy just spider-climbed his way into my fucking office! If I yes, can direct he's, you, this, uh, this is currently how I'm lying on the couch. <laughs> yes, he's, uh, his emotional state is... A little bit of a roller coaster, but uh, please, he's he uh, means well and he can be very useful. And he just has this confused look on his face like, what do I give a fuck about if he's useful? Then you are not in need of our help then. Look, what are you, what are you here for? You said the, you don't want to make sure there's no hard feelings, whatever the fuck. Yes, and there there is no hard feelings with our boss, correct? trying to like lean in i want to try to like really gauge his body language and whatnot and he just like has the shotgun in his lap but he he just shrugs like "Ah, yeah i mean deals don't go through so what i mean what do you i don't get it does he want to do it or not i don't know what are you here for um do do you mind just one moment and he's uh levi is going to turn to paul and kind of like and he goes oh no please go right ahead just shaking You're his breaking head, my balls here. Sitting behind his desk. Is there anything of interest in the office here that I would notice? Uh, so as you're, you maybe were looking around while this conversation was happening. Um, looks like a waste paper basket in the corner. A couple big, heavy filing cabinets in the other corner with what looks to be like a monitor on top. He has a little monitor on his desk, some papers, and... Uh, also, a handgun on the desktop there. Okay. And on there's just another little, you know, coffee table with some magazines on it there. A little fake plant. Nothing really, at least at first glance, super interesting. Does it cost that, There's a carrot on the desk. That big fucking anything? heavy uh, desk. What's up? Does it cost me anything to, like, put my hand on my weapon or anything? Like... Not take it out and ready and aim at him or anything, but just like, where's it at? It's on my side, under my suit jacket. So if I, you I, don't I, want him I, to notice, I would ask you to like do some kind of a um, maybe composure and firearms roll. Okay. And I'll roll a opposing roll. Does it matter which you do the plus on, or it doesn't matter? I don't it think it matter matters. The order. Yeah, it doesn't matter. As long as there's only one plus. Uh. So you go to do that, and he's immediately like, "Hey, knock it the fuck off! What's the? Are we just talking, or what? Or is this something else? Is this gonna be something else?" And he starts to stand up again, like he's not standing up, but he's getting ready to. No, no, Dyer. It's just we're talking. We're talking. I need to consult with Paul. He's uh, he's a bit of a numbers expert. A numbers expert. See, you you just come in here and you haven't talked about numbers yet. And I still don't know what you like. You're just checking on my mood. Well, first and foremost, we want to make sure, as we've in already established, there's no hard feelings. In my office, he just talks over you <laughs> and leans forward across the desk and gives you this like intense look. So when 
I'm like talking when he tries to like talk over me. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I can't like actively use it, but I do have the uh, the merit. Uh, what the fuck was it called? Voice yeah, of yeah. Uh, hardest. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I just kind of like try to cut him off as he cuts me off. Yeah. So and, everyone, uh, everyone in the room hardly hears Dyer, even though he's leaning forward and clearly trying to be intense. Like it's just like uh, Levi's voice just scales up in volume to drown us out. So we want to make clear then, as like Levi is like struggling to keep his composure because this guy's not being very civil, uh, that there's not going to be any violence between our two domains, despite uh, the lack of interest in Camel's. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Despite the uh, all the lack of interest Camel has in whatever plan you propose to him, we don't want any fighting. And uh, he just motions the butt of his shotgun at sam and says tell him that sometimes sam is just doing his job sometimes i'm scared i left it at home i was just checking it was there and uh you see him kind of like jerk his head to the side like he's listening for something and then he shakes his head and he's like okay i'm not gonna do nothing i'm also not gonna put this shotgun away so let's (laughs) say what you gotta say well like i said where we'll offer to listen to whatever uh, plan that you had that you seem to be struggling with, not getting uh, Camel's assistance. Uh, if it's financially related, Paul here is quite adept with numbers. And if it's uh, dirtier, well, case by case basis. The plan, the plan was I send some of my guys to hang around the casino and sell dope. That's the plan. The money gets split. We could talk about the split. It ain't rocket science. Why the need to sell in our side of the city? Well, you see, when you have a business and you max out one market, you need to look for new markets. I'm looking for new markets to sell my drugs in. Then no trouble, no pressure from outside forces or anything of that nature then. Simple business growth, huh? Well, then this sounds like all good news for you. I'm glad to hear it. And he just shakes his head, and he's clearly getting frustrated that you keep uh, intimating that he's struggling, but he has a grip on it right now. <laughs> totally intentional. <laughs> well, things are looking on the up and up then. I'll be happy to inform Camel that we should expect no trouble from you at all. And, uh, hey, Paul. Yep. Can you put yourself where you want to be? Oh, you did. And can you make um a awareness plus um, wits roll and add your aspects dice, which I think is one. Or no, two. You have two. Uh, there's awareness. That did not work. Uh, we'll get better at rolling. Boom. Shadow dice. That's that a lot work? of successes. Yeah, so he beat the check. So you hear something that sounds like something heavy hitting a fence from outside um something heavy metallic or something heavy squishy you just hear a loud fence sound all right um so i will turn to levi and say i think that something has hit the fence how loud are you saying this at normal volume okay so dyer's like what are you talking about i do not respond to dyer levi will just speak to dyer and say you might want to check your fence (laughs) what'd you guys do to my fence and then you start 
everyone starts to hear pat 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 definitely gunshots coming from outside and Dyer's like oh you motherfuckers and uh he's <laughs> fumbling his rifle and then he's fumbling his uh walkie-talkie and then he goes to he stands up and jerks the fucking um and you guys can tell me what you're doing too he jerks I just, the, like, yell out Shvutska, my Shvutska. <laughs> I don't know what that means. And he, uh, so Paul's gonna him. like move he over to the wall and pull jerks his pistol. The blinds cord, but only like the bottom corner lifts up, so you can't see anything. <laughs> I want to, uh, I want to flip uh, Levi's chair back so it's like cover. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. All right, I'll just like. Hey, minute. I guess I'll just like somersault out of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> like just roll backwards. Okay, so that's great. I think everybody said something. So Levi, put yourself where you want to be. I guess like right behind the chair. Then after it flips. Okay, great. So, and what about Alexander? I'm on the wall, climbing up it. <laughs> okay, climbing up Wait, the wall. Did um, does it look like Dyer is looking out the window or towards us? He has his back turned, so he is responding to the sounds that everybody heard, and he oh, okay. fumbled and dropped his radio, yep. and then he turned around and tried to yank the cord open to see what was happening, but only the bottom. It did that, like, you know, yeah. half-circle thing that we all know, so he can't see. <laughs> and yep. then uh, in that moment, as everyone's kind of reacting to dire reacting you hear a in the same moment you hear a louder and louder and then uh the glass and uh blinds blow in and there's this searing heat and blinding flash and the last thing that everybody sees is dyer's giant heavy metal desk is just against the ceiling and then everybody is just blown backwards right that's the ringing in your ears. <laughs> yes, and you all hear that. So oh, wait, hold um, up a sec. The um, my heightened sense. Go on. Go ahead. Now say what you want to say. My like heightened sense thing. It has a like for if a loud sense or something happens, I gotta do. Yeah, you can roll that roll to protect yourself. Yeah. What is that? Wits plus resolve. I do not know. Yeah, it's it is. I just grabbed it. Okay. Did it say what the difficulty should be? Three. I did it. Great. So uh, you are able to, maybe because of the way the situation was unfolding, clamp down and shut off your super heightened senses before you get it blown out. Um, So what I do need is based on the way everyone reacted, I think the people behind the chair and behind the big desk are going to be, I'm going to roll one die. Okay, you guys don't take any damage. Um, Paul, you're just kind of in line with them, right? Uh, I was trying to make my way to the door, but I don't know how much time I had to get there. Okay, so if you were kind of here before and then you ended up here, I think that's fine. So I'm going to roll one die for you. Okay, so you don't take any damage. And since you were on your way to the ceiling, Alexander... I think you're a little bit more exposed. So, oof. And you took a nasty roll. So you're going to take 
Um, we're going to cut it in half because it's superficial because it's just force. Um, so you're going to take one superficial damage, Alexander. Okay. So what so do I mark? On your sheet, there are two little pluses next to health. You can click the black plus. Okay. Cool. All right. So everyone is kind of also just blown back and kind of knocked a little silly. And Paul, you get knocked out through the door, like the door blasts open and you get just pinned against the railing. Luckily it goes all the way down. You didn't fall over the edge. And uh, yeah, everybody has that kind of ringing in their heads and you guys kind of come back to your senses a little bit. So Levi immediately is like in scramble mode um, and just kind of like tries to get to the door, like grabbing his ears, keeping low. Okay, so you can get to the door. It's blown open. And and turn back and see, like, do I see any traces of Dyer? So from that vantage point, you see the desk, which is pretty much landed, uh, you know, face, not upside down, but like the front of it is now on the floor, kind of where the chairs were, and the chairs are blown across the room. You don't necessarily see him. You figure he's probably behind the desk. And when you look at the where the window used to be, it's just like um, you can just see outside like there's a hole and there's like twisted metal and that sheet metal stuff is just kind of blown inward. And uh, up in the ceiling is pretty damaged too. Like there's some holes and stuff and just debris throughout this room. So I guess in that moment, like while I guess anyone else like states what they're doing, I'm going to pull out the phone. That's the burner to a uh, camel. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to ring him. Okay, so you're doing that. How about everybody else? This is kind of immediately once you recover yourselves. So to me, the ringing doesn't bother me at all because of uh, character-wise. I'm used to this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I just like shrug it off and look around the room looking for Dyer as well. Like, oh shit, I guess he's fucking exploded. Yeah, so you didn't run, so you're still right there. And also the filing cabinets are, like, one of them is still upright, and the other one, you think, maybe fell out the front of the building. Um, So Dyer is just kind of, like, over here, but he's behind his desk. So you can see, like, an arm on the other side of the desk. So the whole wall is out besides the window, right? Like, the wall and the window is gone, right? More or less, yeah. It's, like, ragged. I want to cautiously approach what I think is his body. Yeah, so you come around the desk and um, you see that that arm isn't attached to anything. Uh, and then you see the rest of his body and uh, not in great shape. So he's blown to shit. His legs are just mangled. Um, that one arm was blown off. His torso is just tattered. His upper lip is like peeled way up his face. So you just see like bristle and bone uh his whole body is scorched and streaked with glass and he is not moving do i recognize the damage like the type of damage yeah you think it was just like a rocket propelled grenade or something like that some kind of like um since you would know like a shoulder mounted Mm. thing that just an individual would use or like a tank buster or something like that okay so i'll calmly walk to the door and as I'm walking I'm talking and telling everybody what I saw and like this is somebody with with fucking good gear 
expensive gear. Okay, so you're you're doing that. So you did that. Um, Levi's on the phone. How about Alex? What do you do in that moment? I respond to Sam saying the goddamn British have all the money. I get up and I go over to the door to see what happened to Paul. Paul is gets up and brushes himself off and takes out a silenced pistol from a uh, like shoulder holster. A question for the ST. Would mm-hmm. we know as kindred uh, what true death looks like to another kindred? Like, what we yeah. know by looking at the corpse of Dyer, if he's, like, dead, dead, or if this is, like, he's going to heal from this and come back. Yeah, he would start to kind of, like, rot immediately or even turn into dust if he was real old. Not rot, but, like, shrivel up. Like, you you could pretty much tell. So, he looks like he's not truly dead, if okay. you had to guess. That's what I was kind of going for, too. Or, wait, like... you didn't go look, but um, Sam yeah. would probably know the same the same thing even though he's dismembered and everything he's not really worth saving though i mean he's not he's not going to be easy to put back together or anything and he's not really in good relations with camel anyway so i don't think camel would really give a shit about him so i don't really give a shit about him all right would you tell us like what he what condition he was in yeah i would say i checked the body you know he's all fucked up and and torn to bits and pieces and, and along with the information about the weapons okay so uh Levi, um, you hear Camel pick up, and he's like, what'd he say? He said there was no hard feelings, but uh, there was shots outside when we were in the office with him. There was an explosion, some sort of rocket. Dyer is still alive, but just barely. What do we do? Make it quick. What do you mean a rocket? And you still, what? what? Explosion. There was an explosion. Dyer is almost dead. How are the boys? We, we're fine. Holy shit. Well, don't let anybody catch you around there. Jesus Christ. What do we Get do with Get a fucking Dyer? move on. I don't know. You guys are the field operatives. Just... Fine. Don't let somebody Understood. think you did this. I'm just going to hang up the phone. Okay. And uh, he's going to look up at uh, Paul and the rest of the group. He's like, <laughs> we need to get out of here, but we should finish off Dyer. This wasn't done by our hands, but he's scum peddling that filth on the streets. 100% agree. Yep. We'll turn a catastrophe into an opportunity. Well, Sam, okay. I think I'll walk I'll walk up to his his head and I'll take out my knife and I'll just jab it through his head. Okay. Times. You would you would know that that wouldn't necessarily do anything. No. So, <laughs> if you you would know um, that to truly kill him, you need to like cut his head off or burn him to like dust or you could um cut his head also... off sounds good okay so, so i want to take my knife i'm grabbing him by by his goatee and uh, his, his little chin here and i'm like tilting his head back <laughs> and then i'm just digging the knife in and i'm smiling okay. while he's can doing you, that i want to can go you roll like... me a strength plus um <laughs> melee just to see how like long it takes can I uh, can I assist? Can you get an extra die with assist since I have a, a dot in melee? Yeah, so you can have an extra die on your roll, Sam. I just want to be looking out the window with my pistol ready if there's like anything out there. Yeah, so if you if you look out, um, you don't see anybody, and you just see like the the um, first section of fence behind the uh, little guard tower looks like somebody busted it down 
and uh, you do see the dead, uh, the um, guard in the little guardhouse is hanging out of the little slot, dead and bleeding. Is the red car around? Yeah, you see the red car. What about Still the there. chick, Rex? You don't see her. Man, All I'm right. hungry. And you have um, Auspex too, right, <laughs> Paul? So you can also see that there's like yeah. tire marks, so somebody clearly drove into the fence and yep. then backed up and sped out of there. Uh, yeah, okay, Sam. So you have one success, so you can cut his head off, but it's going to take... You're not doing it in an... You're not able to do it in a especially quick uh, fashion unless I'm wrong because you have potence. Okay, so I'll give you an extra success. So you're able to cut his head off in about the amount of time that it normally takes to cut someone's head off with a knife. It's the potence thing. <laughs> All right, and then... Um, long that is. Textbook, textbook, Samuel. <laughs> once you separate it, uh, kind of just like starts to wither and then it finds like it's uh it's state that it's gonna stay in which is like a withered corpse like he's been dead for i don't know 15 years so if i wanted to use my 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 hand claws or something i would have had to do the rouse check and all that stuff right e let's see what it says because there's one rouse check for it so yeah. yeah yeah so you would just have to hit the rouse button i think and i would to... get two bonus die or i would get you would get two bonus dice to use your either your bite or claws. Okay, just for further, just for later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, once they get the head off, I want to look at the papers. That is there anything like salvageable on the desk, or is there a computer around or anything? Uh, you see that that monitor that was on top of one of the um, filing cabinets is just like smashed on the ground next to it and that filing cabinet is laying on the ground and it's open and there's just a bunch of shit blowing around um you don't there's yeah the there's also um the monitor on his desk was like an all-in-one computer like a shittier older one so it's kind of heavy looking but it also looks kind of smashed i want to like grab the the hard drive out of it Okay, it's one of those all-in-one things from that they used to make where it's like a computer in a screen. Yeah. So it's going to be an operation for you to do that. Do you want to do that? Yeah, I'll just grab it and smash it on the floor and try to grab the hard drive out or whatever kind of memory device I think is in there. Okay, so you're, you're a pretty... Vampire. You're super strong. Just carry it. You're pretty weak, so you're not having the best no. luck with smashing it open. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, Sam. Yeah. How about you rip this open for me? Sure. <laughs> so what do you want to strengthen? Step, make sure to step away from the window now. Kind of uh, straighten myself out while they, they're doing that. Strengthen what? What do you want? Let me just pry it open with my knife? Yeah, you can definitely get into it, Sam. Like, you can pull the back cover off. Okay. You just, like, that. the bolts are still in place or the screws or whatever, but you just, like, break it away from those parts where it's connected. Brute force. Ha, ha, ha. Paul, I'm guessing you know enough to know, yeah, what a hard drive looks like so you can disconnect it. Grab it. Pocket that. Uh, all right. Does it look like there are drugs anywhere? No. All right. <laughs> Never got the three kilos. You haven't smelled <laughs> anything. Nope. Neva will turn to Alexander. Now, can you 
magic to like uh, use your your magic to get us out of here? What what magic would that be? I don't know. <laughs> You're always smashing I bugs. My, I can get myself out of here. I can't get any of you assholes out of here. Is there falling damage in this game? Probably. Sure. <laughs> like, could I just jump out the window to the to the parking lot? If you wish. I don't think that's a bad idea. Shortcut. <laughs> yeah, you're just like a a floor, like a one tall ceiling floor up. So maybe yeah. it's like uh like twelve feet down. Oh, so there is some there is some debris on the ground, but uh, I would say the most amount of damage that you could take, we would be cutting in half. So you guys could probably drop down safely. Before I drop out, I want to make an effort to like wrap my scarf around most of my face to where only my eyes are exposed. So I can see. Okay. 2020 style. Yeah. All right. Everybody yeah. dropping it on the front. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm spider crawling out the window and onto the ceiling and then dropping down softly. Let's go, Toby Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> I know that reference. I've seen that movie. Okay. And then, uh, all right, let me give you the back the lot map. You hear, uh, as you guys drop down, you hear, like, um, a zooming car coming in and uh, it kind of screeches as you guys are standing up and uh, not reacting. Okay, uh, so with, fire is like, at it. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So I am. I it pulls up <laughs> alongside the entryway, like by the little parking guard tower thing. The same. Door flies open. I'm is Sam my shooting? Gun. What are they? Pulling who's coming out of the car? Okay, so Sam is pulling his gun. Yeah, Paul Levi also has his gun up. Waiting to see who's coming out. I'll be with close to Sam. Like Sam is not. I'm not using like a meat shield, but I'm like you know diagonally okay. behind him or something. So uh, you see this gentleman, Kyle. Lightning red. Really doesn't want to. Okay, try that one. So. Um, I'll say, Paul, um, you can tell that this guy is not a living human being. And Alexander, you can also, all of your alarms are going off, too, that this guy is not a breather. And he, he just, like, stands he, there for one half of a second, like, just looking at the big hole in the thing. He's just wearing, like, a jean jacket and black jeans and a tank top. He's a Canadian. And his car is like a nice, I don't know, one of those like cars that people in the military save up to buy. A Benz? Like a Charger know. or something. Oh. One of those like, Dodge not, Charger. A, not a muscle car, but like wants to be one kind of thing. All right. So Does he seem violent you, towards You have us? a moment to do something before he will react to seeing you. I'm going to fire. I will yell out like just to grab his attention to, so that he looks at me you know using the voice and whatnot and uh distracted good idea <laughs> yeah yeah basically, uh, <laughs> to look at me and then i'm gonna use uh dominate compel and uh i'm just gonna yell out on your knees sir okay and the other two uh, if sam is shooting then paul will also shoot like if he hears guns go off Okay, so I have Sam and Paul shooting, Levi trying to dominate. How about Alexander? 
I'm coming up the wall behind everybody. I'm going to position myself above this guy in case he turns evil so that I can drop down on him. Toby Maguire style. So you're positioning, you're crawling up the wall of the building? Of the, well, we're still in the garage, right? Yeah, you're in front of the garage. What if I lock it? I don't think can you jump outside. down. Can you click it and see it now? Uh, it's still black now. Locking unlock it just like it's like an edit mode. But if I, uh, I was well, yeah, that Alexander crawled out the window. Okay, I can see so he didn't now. drop down yet. I can see nice. it. What do you do to do that? I had to set it to visible to all, which it was before, but it wasn't the second time I opened it for some reason. All right, cool. So put yourself sort of near the door where you guys want to be. That's where you're at. That's where right. dropped out you the drop. window. Yeah, I need my token. I, yeah, I'm my working token. on it, boys. I'm working on it. <laughs> faster, faster. All right, yeah, let's see. Where's uh, Sam? Oh, so where did we drop down? So like when we jumped out of the thing, where do, is that where we dropped like, down? Where, yeah, where like right in? here in front of the front door on top of the rubble. Okay, so I'm over here at the moment. No, oh, you're not over there. <laughs> <laughs> this is where this dude is. Or maybe this is where that's where I'm going, I should say. Okay, so you want to run to the fence? So you're running Wait, in are a, we inside or outside? You're outside. outside. Oh outside. the rectangle Sorry. is the roof of the building. You're looking down at the parking lot. Okay, so you wanna run in his direction, that's it? Right? I'm running I'm running towards the fence this way. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so the way we will do this for now is we will try to resolve things. And uh, he, seeing everyone kind of just blurring into motion and stuff, is going to just charge. Um, Some gentlemen are always trying to skate uphill. <laughs> All right. All right, so I think we'll do our shooters first. So let's go with Sam. Get this unidentified ombre. So Sam, you are going to roll. Uh, since you're standing still, I want to say your composure and firearms. Okay. And he'll have a dodge pool that will go against it. Okay. Critical so success. You got a critical success. So very effective shooting. Let's see how his dodging goes. Wow, there's so many things open on my screen. How do you do this, guys? <laughs> it's pretty pretty tight over here. So he'll roll six. Okay, so you shoot him, and a few of your shots hit. So in this, uh, the combat is not necessarily like one turn of firing is one bullet. It's kind of like, um, you know, you're actively in a gunfight. So you're like shooting a bit. So every couple of turns, you'll have to reload. You yeah. just keep firing, which will take some dice off of any shooting that you want to continue to do. So you're, you get some shots off and uh, you definitely peg him. He's, you know, the bullets are going in him and through him a little bit as he's starting to charge in. And... Do I have to roll damage or anything? So the damage, because this was a, a contest, so like you're shooting at him while he's like not trying to get hit, is your your roll, which was your firearms check versus his dodge pool, which is his dexterity and athletics. 
and then we compare to see who wins. So you won, and then the margin. Um, oh, and you should add. Uh, sorry, can you roll how whatever your damage is on your weapon that number of dice additionally too? Okay, so three for the gun, so three dice. Yeah, just straight up roll three. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, um, what the in, fuck? In this case, we <laughs> just look at the margin um, between the two rolls. So it's the margin is two. So five minus three is two. So vampires take uh, bullets as superficial damage. Superficial damage is always cut in half before it gets applied to your health tracker. So he's taken one in this case. What an awesome crit. What an awesome crit. Yeah, yeah. There's not really rules that says like you yeah. immediately disable your guy. Yeah, yeah. Crit. yeah. I'll give you an extra. No, it's official. Okay. No, you're right. So let's say you. Uh, it's not D and D. It's okay. No, but it's a crit. Crits are pretty common though. So I'm just yeah. gonna give you an extra point of damage. Like you just peg him. Pretty good. Okay, and then we'll go to the next shooter, which is Paul. So Paul. Because you're also standing still, we'll do the same roll for now, which is composure and firearms. Oh, and um, roll the damage of your weapon. Or no, don't roll that yet, I think. Ooh. I'm not clear Check on how that Check that shooting works, out. Actually. Paul just out. like, Paul goes to the range, guys. Because he is using, he is facing multiple attacks, his dodge pool will be one less this time. Okay, so go ahead and roll your damage on your gun. I don't think this is the way to do it, but this is the way that makes sense to me. Um, oh, you put it to damage in, sweet. Three. So just like three dice? Yeah, just roll three. Okay, so you got one more. So five minus one is four. Cut that in half is two more superficial damage as he's charging in. And uh, we'll go to... Levi, what was your plan? I was just gonna use Dominate to get him to just drop to his knees. Compel. Which is, uh, damn it, I just closed it. I thought it meant eye way. contact the vampire condition. Oof, okay. I don't know if you're gonna have sufficient eye contact, but, um... The voice, voice not help me to draw his attention to me when I shouted out. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, okay. I'll let you try to do it. Um, he's going to have his resistance roll. Right, so dominate charisma, right? Uh, yep, that's what it says. All right. And just a clarification before you tell me the result. Do I, at what point can I choose to spend willpower to like re-roll any dice if I wanted to? I'm not when going you, to this time. But when you want. Just before you tell me the result, right? So... Yeah, I would say before I tell you the result is probably good. You can't re-roll hunger dice ever. Okay. Um, yeah, anyways, I'll just keep the roll as is. Okay. So he he beat you with four straight up successes. So um, you see that you caught his attention, but he... Uh, so I guess when I shout it out and then he doesn't do anything, he doesn't respond to it, I just like very coldly just say, then you choose death. <laughs> All right, and uh, then we'll resolve the movement. Uh, wow, there's so many things on top of my map. If you, uh, the little arrow button beside the question mark on your map, if you click that, it like makes the map the background of your screen. Yeah, I did that, I but then it, it's, 
there's still, you know, two character sheets and a table and a discipline information on top of it. So I'll just have to close. Okay, so he is running and he's just about on you guys. And Alexander, because you were pretty much unimpeded, like he's not going to single you out and chase after you. Um, I'll say you make it about to the to the car. Okay. Or um, whichever side of the front or back of the car that you want to be next to, you can be there. I'll just be beside it right here. Okay. So, um, all right. What do you guys want to... So that would have been the first round. So new round, and we will go um, in the order that I see the characters. This is not initiative order or anything, but just polling to see what people want to do. So Levi, what do you want to do on this turn as... Dyer is sprinting, or sorry, this guy is sprinting and is almost on you, your little group here. All right, I am going to, um, I'm not going to do anything really, oh, can I do like a, uh, let me, I should look at the sheet that you gave me, like a, I was going to use like D&D terms, but like a dodge action, basically. Yeah, you can do an all-out dodge. All right, that's what I do, all-out defense, is that, oh, there it is, okay, plus one, yeah. zero, dodge, okay. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna stand there like really smugly with like my, just my hands behind my back as I just, I'm like a few feet behind uh, Sam and I'm just gonna keep in line with Sam, like keeping Sam in between uh, the guy and me and uh, just, yeah, dodge. Okay, and Sam, what are you gonna do? I wanna grapple him. Okay, you wanna- As he's running at us, right? Yeah, you wanna initiate a grapple? Yeah, I wanna like meet him and grapple him. Okay, so take a couple steps and try to spear him. Yeah. There's a small explosion when it happens. Okay. Grapple is one of my skills that has like an actual wording in it. Yep. I don't know if that makes a difference. Yeah, if it's a specialty, then you get an extra die if you try to do it. And Paul, what are you going to do? Should I just make it three dots then anyway? Should I just make it three dots? No, it's different. Okay. It's just whenever you're using that skill for that purpose, then you get the extra die. Yeah. Like, I got streetwise and drugs, but if we were trying to find hookers, I couldn't use the gotcha. specialty. Yeah, so strength, good hookers. Unless it's brawl. a crack whore, then I might allow it. Nice. So strength plus brawl plus one, right? Noted. Um, Paul was going to try to tase him, but I guess if Sam is on him, he's going to tase him anyway. Well, yeah, yeah you don't know what Sam's anyway. intention is necessarily. So yep. you're going to try to tase him? Yep. Right. I'm going to keep my pistol in the one hand and just with the other hand grab the taser. You don't want me yep. to roll yet, right? Not yet. Um, and then, Alexander, what are you doing? So I run up to the car, but I notice that he's moved. So I'm going to put my foot on the car and do a Captain America flip like I've posted in Discord, turn around, and then make my way back towards him. But when I, what I want to do is... Uh, while I'm running, I want to put on my brass knuckles and I want to do a Superman punch towards his head. So like I'm I'm uh, parallel with the ground, feet off the ground. I've got one hand extended, one hand on my waist, and I'm going towards him, prepared, you know, trying to hit him with a punch. Okay. If you literally want to do that flip, you are not going to be able to do that flip and then make it all the way back to him and punch him. Well, that's that's my that is my current plan. That's what I'm thinking. So I'll do the flip, and then however far I can get in in that time. Okay. So you want to do a flip? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, so we have uh, 
I guess we'll do Paul because you're doing ranged. We'll go ahead and you can try to tase him. So is it it's the kind where the prongs come out? No, it's like the handheld kind. Okay. In Not that like case the taser gun. Not the stun gun, but like a handheld taser. So he's running in I would say he's probably running at Paul because he looks visually the weakest maybe. So yeah, why don't you go ahead and try to and uh, by the way, this guy is just going to be trying to um, attack Paul. And you see that he has um, his fingernails have become like wicked talons. Oh, shit. I can see that. Then I'm not going to tase him. I'm just going to. Well, the shooting didn't work so well. You said there's like a defense thing. Yeah, you could do all out defense. You could also move. You could do the list, the things in the list of like rousing the blood. You can. Yeah do quite a lot of things if he looks like one bad ombre i'm gonna um hide behind sam seems to be a prudent <laughs> thing to do okay so hide behind sam and then you want to do the defense is that it um no I'll hide behind sam and then shoot at him so okay so a move and shoot yeah if that can happen okay so sam i'll let you uh try to resolve your tackle first all right so I'm going to roll this because it's two guys that are more or less trying to do the same thing to one another. They're just both going to have like an attack roll. So you don't want me to roll? Yeah, roll. Okay. So do your strength plus brawl and plus. don't roll just yet because I want to check your sheets. Plus one for grappling, right? I also have that thing in my, one of my specialties is gra- one of the other things is grapple too. What do you some. mean? Hold on. Uh, lethal body? Yeah. So this guy you're assuming is a vampire, so it's not going to um, affect him too much. But I'll let you add your one die. Give yourself a plus one to your dice pool because you have this extra strength. So let me do this again. Strength plus brawl plus one for grappling, right? Because that's my skill. Yep, one extra die for grappling. Okay, that's it. Okay. He's going to do the same kind of thing. Okay. So you guys just like um, come at each other hard. And uh, he just basically comes out on top. He sees that you're going low. So he just like hits you with his knee out. And you guys end up um, locking horns, kind of like falling over pretty much. And let me read the grapple deal real quick. See if there's any damage out of that. Okay, so he has you pretty much held, Sam. There's no damage, I don't think. Okay, and then... Um, Might be old VTM rules, but like after a grapple, isn't there like a clench or something like that? Like yeah, that's and, yeah. that's different. But yeah, that's pretty different. pretty much, more or less. So you guys just lock horns and he gets the upper hand and you're starting to go down. So we'll say you meet uh, right here when he sees that Paul is retreating, but Sam is not. Sam. Okay. So Paul, since you also had a thing you wanted to do, we'll say that you, while they're connecting, you're moving over to behind Sam like that, right? Uh, yeah, that looks good. Just kind of like, as soon as I'm out of danger's way, then yeah, that's good. Okay. And you wanted to shoot? Um, yeah, unless... They're kind of like tied together. Does it look like Sam is winning? 
Uh, it's kind of happening all at once, but it doesn't look like, I mean, it looks like it's close pretty much. You're not really able to necessarily tell who has the upper hand. Sam could tell you, but it's happening at this moment. Yep. All right, I'm going to jump in there too. Try to like jump on the dude's back. Well, you can't do that because you didn't declare that you were going to do that. I was just asking, is what you declared that you were going to do shoot after you moved? Uh, no. What uh, was it? Yeah, it was like to shoot, but I don't think I'm going to shoot because they're like a, a pile of... I might hit Sam, right? Okay. So you're not going to shoot. That's fine. Nope. And then, uh, yeah, you would probably have trouble making sure that you hit who you want to hit. Okay, and then um, Levi was doing nothing? Well, I was taking a dodge action because he was running at us. Okay, right. And then Alexander, um, if you want to do a... Okay, I will not keep asking people to reaffirm what they said. Alexander, please roll dexterity plus athletics. Um, Well, I've forgot to make the difficulty higher but i don't think i would have put it all the way at six so uh yeah you are able to do a flip and you get enough um, momentum off the car that you're able to get up onto the guys that are rolling around actually so if you wanted to try your superman punch i will let you do that i do want to try okay so i want you to do it at a minus two because you also did a flip this turn but you were able to get over there and try it so do um strength maybe like it's a pretty acrobatic move i don't know i've got brawl yeah Yeah, i guess strength plus brawl so and it's just your fist right you didn't take your weapon out uh i guess not no i guess not no Okay, so you fail. So uh, you you go sailing over the top of the pile. <laughs> but maybe your knee catches them and you can convince yourself that you helped. Look what you do. I, I'm just thinking about this, the uh, Captain America flip that I saw him do in that movie that I was really proud of myself. Yeah, you did a great job with that. And uh, maybe we'll say Paul saw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Paul Maybe. is impressed, but he doesn't say anything. <laughs> and um, let's see what else. Uh, okay, so we're into the next round, and we will go with. Uh, Actually, real quick, where did I end up on the map? Okay, sorry. Yeah, so you're you're pretty much like adjacent to this fight on the other side on your belly. Okay. Or we can say that you grazed him, but it didn't do enough to, you know, you're not satisfied with how the attack happened. It didn't seem to hurt him. All right. right. Uh, Levi, what do you want to do as you're observing the scene? Well, if this guy has got Sam in his clutches, I guess Levi is going to try to do something physical, which he's not good at. So he's going to run over uh, behind, grapple behind the ombre and uh, pop out his sword and just go to, like, just plunge it into his back. Okay. Um, you rapscallion! Sam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I have to do the uh, opposed grapple with him, right? To get out of it. Yeah, if, if you're trying to break free, that's what you want to do? I can't attack while I'm grappled, right? I mean, it says I, it says I can attack the person who's grappling me, but I don't 
Yeah, you can you can attack them. You just can't move right now. That's the only thing. So I guess I'm gonna pop out my claws. I'll use my what's it called? Uh, Your rouse check. My feral weapons. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna use those and try to attack him. Yeah, and like dig my hands back into him with my claws or into him, I guess, because I don't know how he's got me grappled. If he's forward facing, then I'll, I guess I'll be reaching into his under his ribs trying to. Okay, so attack with your feral weapons. Alexander, yeah. what do you want to do? I'm going to... If I have if I have the ability, I'm just going to get up, turn around, and throw another punch into the pile, hoping to hit uh, this dude. Yeah, if you want to get your weapon out, you can do that also. Okay, so let, yeah, let me let me get up and then quickly put my my brass knuckles on, and then... Or actually, do I have time? Can I do both? Yeah, Flip fine. on and then throw a punch? Yep. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. All right, and Paul, what do you want to do? Um, everybody's kind of piling on, so I guess I'm going to approach, and if I see a good spot, I'm going to dive in there and um, try to... I guess, like, the most damage I could inflict would be with my fangs, maybe? I don't have any tools, so... Yeah, I think bite. to do a bite, you have to, like, grab him first. Yeah. Which you could do... If you want to, I think you would have to grab him and then, well, he's engaged with somebody. Yeah, I'll let you just try to go run up and bite him. That's fine. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to run up and if I see a good opportunity, I'm going to bite him. Yeah. All right. And he's going to just try to claw um, Sam. Okay. So since Sam and him are each trying to claw one another, um, they're each going to roll strength plus brawl. Do I, how do I do a rouse check thing? Okay, yeah, so hit your rouse button. It's on the front page of your character sheet at the bottom. Oh, yeah, that's right. So click rouse. Do that first. I failed that. Okay, so your hunger went up, but okay. your claws pop. <laughs> do you want to describe how your claws come out? Is it interesting? Uh, I would say that... Does it have to come out of your finger? Does it say like what it doesn't really say, right? So it's like your fingernails turn into wicked claws, pretty much. Alright, so yeah. It's my... either that or you're you can have your fangs get grossly long. Yeah, I'd rather do the so you're the Wolverine or your saber tooth. So I I'd rather do the Wolverine <laughs> claws. And... Yeah, it's not like Wolverine claws. It, it is I know, more it doesn't like come out saber of his... tooth. Yeah. So those those nails are gonna extend and uh, I'm gonna try to like reach into his rib cage. Okay. And he's more or less doing the same to you in the kind of, um, he's very angry. Strength and melee, you said? Strength and brawl. Oh, strength and brawl. Is there plus anything for those claws, or that's later? That's, that's damage stuff. <sighs> yeah, add, um, whatever it says. I think that is the correct way to do it, so let's just try to do it that way. Looks like he's got to add that too, then, right? Yeah, so plus two. And he's gonna have the same, you would assume. This is a plus two modifier to damage. Yeah, so the the, the plus two modifier to your damage. So it's not technically a dice, right? Oh. I guess it's plus, it's plus two no, dice. No, yeah, you're right. Discipline. You're right. No, I think it is. Okay, just roll your skill, and then if you succeed, you get a automatic plus two damage. I think you're right, correct in that. Sorry, I haven't played this okay. before. Strength I'm trying. Brawl. We're all trying. Strength and brawl. Got it. Go. 
That's a lot of dice. Oh, he got a lot of dice. I only had four. Right. Holy shit. Did I roll um, wrong? It says you succeed. succeeded. No, I rolled. I just rolled strength and die. Strength and brawl. That's what okay. You okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you have um, three successes and he has four. So, <clears> since you're, you're just. His? No, I didn't. That's just oh, okay. his straight strength and brawl. He's, okay. He's a strong fighter. Okay. He's just a thick-necked uh, guy. So uh, you guys are are trying to force your claws into one another, and he just catches you, and him puncturing you kind of weakens your attack to where you, you don't quite get him. So you are going to take one level of aggravated damage, so that's the red plus on your health. Okay, and then uh, now we go to folks who are joining an already existing combat. So Sorry, we'll, everybody. we'll go with, because Alexander was right there, we'll say Alexander can throw his punch. All right, what do you want from me? Um, Not going to miss that shot. Normal punch. So I guess since it's a punching weapon, I'll say your, your strength and brawl. Okay. And he'll have a dodge pool, but he's going to have minuses on it because he's engaged. Slut. Did I catch him with my steel claws? Or spikes, rather? Oops. Yeah, he did. So he's uh, too busy to dodge. So you puncture him, get him right in the side. Sure. You're like Neo in the Matrix. And uh, so you're engaging. And then uh, we'll say Paul was a little ahead of Levi, right? So we'll say, Paul, you race over and you can get your thing in. I'm trying to bite him. Okay, so do me um, brawl plus strength. Okay, so you uh, reach down there, um, but you don't quite get him just in the scuffle. Oh, right. Too much movement. And uh, Levi, (laughs) go ahead. The visual of like someone trying to bite someone else but not being successful. <laughs> pretty hilarious. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, so Levi, well, he doesn't look like very, like he has much combat prowess. He's very adept in using his sword. So he'll like just quickly unscrew the end of his cane and pull out the blade and drop like the other end of his cane and then like uh, hand over hand up above his head going straight down on the guy's back. And I roll what? Melee and strength? with a plus one for my specialty in cane sword, please. Yep, that's what you get. Okay, here it comes. Okay, so your cane sword is plus two damage? Yes. Okay, so I forgot that this guy has fortitude, um, which allows him to subtract his fortitude number from all superficial damage sustained. So he's basically... His back arcs clearly got him because uh, you can see that your blade went into his body uh, and he takes some damage. You pakunzi. All right. Name so would know is Yiddish for evildoer. Everybody's just like in this schmaz. All right. And you just hear him going, Levi so. will leave him, not Levi. Le- Levi will like in different intervals just uh, start yelling out, yield, yield. And, this uh, guy's got a lot of chutzpah. We'll circle back around, and <laughs> Levi, you can tell me what your plan is. Oh, it's my turn? Okay. Not your uh, turn. A, you can tell me yeah. what you're going to do. 
yeah you'd think the third time i'd be ready but i'm still <laughs> uh let's see uh, i'm just gonna keep at it i guess until uh i can't make eye contact with his with him at all so my downmate stuff's out the window um so i'm just gonna keep on poking uh so strength plus looks good enough okay. for a poke yeah you don't have to um say that yet and then sam oh, what are you sorry, gonna do sorry my bad i went total dnd and just rolled oh we can turn. just keep that roll that's fine uh, oh you i'm gonna use i'll use real i'll use willpower then <laughs> no okay don't keep the roll we'll re-roll it all right sam go ahead what do so you want to do what's am I your still plan grappled? I still you grappled? are n let's see have released That's me. a great question. Grapple rules are always complicated. Yep, every system. So you are both just going at one another. So yeah, you're still held in, or no, you're not necessarily <laughs> grappled. You can move this time if you I'm want. Gonna I'm gonna grapple him. Okay, you're gonna grapple him. <laughs> so strength and brawl plus one. So don't roll. Uh, Alexander, what are you gonna do? I'm going to take just another uh, punch. Keep okay. punching. And Paul? Uh, the fight wasn't very effective. So I think from this distance, I'm going to go back to my pistol and just try to shoot him in the head. There's a good spot. Okay. Specifically in the head? Um, based on my knowledge of vampires, what will do the most damage? With your gun, it's pretty much don't matter. It's all superficial. All right. Uh, All super. So the fangs are really the only thing that would do actual damage. That you have? Yeah. I mean, it's all real damage, but yeah, that would be more significant for sure. Wait, so superficial is just like half, right? Yeah. So superficial is like if you punch somebody. To a vampire, if you shoot them, it's, it's like getting punched. I got you. Everything's cut in half, so... Uh, he would not necessarily cut in half, um, at least a normal vampire, the type of damage that your fangs would do. All right, let's try the bites again. Okay. And did I pull everyone? I think so. Okay. And he's just going to still try to swipe and harm Sam with his claws. Okay. So everyone is currently engaged. So I want to say that... This guy is probably the most motivated, and I don't want to do initiative rolling. Initiative is is, is just based on composure, isn't it? Um, I think it's wits plus composure. Yeah, so his rating is actually not that great in that. So Sam, why don't you go ahead and do your thing since it's going to be basically opposed by him doing the same to you anyway? Sure. So you get one success, and he gets five. It's five, so <laughs> you're going to take four levels of aggravated Ag damage. Jesus. One, two, three, four. So you are not feeling five, you good. Said? Four. Okay. One more, I'm dead. So you know Ooh. that you are in. You are doing just fine, and now you're in deep trouble, and you know it. It feels like good, guys. Actually, I want to kind of um have you roll. Save. Is fear frenzy the same roll? I think it is. Yeah, go ahead and just hit that frenzy button. Well, that's a lot of dice. Holy moly. Jeez. A lot of dice. Yeah, you do not frenzy. <laughs> you are keeping it Crit locked success. down. 
You feel the beast start to rise and want you to run away, but you clamp down on it, and you can make the decision for yourself. Okay, so then I'll have, um, I guess Sam, or no, sorry, Alexander, go ahead, because I feel like a punch, you can just keep punching. So go <laughs> ahead and throw a punch. Strength and brawl. Yeah. Okay, so you throw a punch, and it doesn't seem to really affect him too much. Do I get anything for my uh, brass knuckles? Um, you get automatically added to the damage if you hit them. Okay. That's the way we're doing it, and I think they're correct. All right. Okay, and then I'll allow Paul go ahead and try to bite him again. Say maybe you're le- lent down there already, so you can just try to do it. <laughs> yeah, this is not going to work. I so, need a uh, strategy. <laughs> Like, you leave a, dice is really like depressing. You <laughs> yeah. leave a little um, trail on him, but you don't think you probably did any damage. And then Levi, go ahead. Um. All right. I, yeah, I can't change my action at this point. Yes, I already said I was going to stab him. So, um, let's do that. This is pretty much just uh, all happening. It's like a hockey fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't do my dice either on there. Why is that? I, I don't know. Hmm. Let me try. Roll from the sheet. I just rolled five, just straight five d ten. See what happens. But uh, do plus one. And... So I mean, we can just say the last two were your hunger dice, and they didn't come up. Okay. So that That's one nice I gave you. <laughs> but um, we already said we were just gonna use your roll. So sure. Uh, since you tied, I'll just say that you get him with the blade. And, um, but he's gonna soak it all. Or no, I think the minimum is one. So you hit him. And his back kind of arcs again and he says, ah, Stop it! I didn't take care of the bodies! I thought soak didn't, didn't, wouldn't happen in this game. Well, he has an ability to oh, okay. Okay. suck up extra incoming, um, superficial damage. Like he just ignores more than normal. What did he say? I didn't he take says, care of the body. He said, ah, I didn't take care of the body. Stop. You just stop. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can either continue down this road where four rounds deep, or we can shift gears to do it a different way. What do you think? Makes sense. Different way meaning? Take his, now he wants to talk. This <laughs> thing to say, um, stop. I didn't finish with the bodies. Oh, so he's stopping now? He's saying, stop, I didn't finish the bodies. I'm not going to stop unless he stops clawing at Sam. So you don't, yeah, I mean, he has four guys on him. So if if he's not sure that, if he doesn't hear somebody saying, okay, stop, stop, he's probably going to keep going, you would imagine. Okay, then if he looks like he's trying to yield, then then I'll, I'll pull my sword back. Okay, you're behind him, so he can't really see you do that. All right, sounds like his problem. What's everyone else doing? So, I guess uh, Sam is going to be like, Gangrel brother, stop! Okay, so seeing two people yelling stop, he looks like he might be easing off. So, uh, Paul and Alexander, you see him maybe like holding his next punch for a moment that makes you think that he might be willing to stop if you stop right now. What do you do? Yeah, I'll, I'll stop. I'll back off. And Alexander, I, I have thoughts to run over to the fence, climb up it, and jump over in like a wrestling move, but I'm not gonna. I back off. <laughs> okay, so uh, 
he kind of just like rolls off Sam and he's like crouched down on one knee and he's like fuck you fuck you Ah!" and he's just like holding uh, some wounds in his front and kind of reaching towards his back and he's like dire do you dirty you just gonna blow up his office what the fuck mortals work here someone else did dire dirty we didn't do nothing to dire what do you mean it's a lot of alliteration (laughs) dire did us dirty with his Dirty dick. (laughs) Deeds. Dastardly deeds. Dyer, he's known to do dirty deeds. Dirt cheap. Dyer's a douchebag. He's dead. The Levi, I think, is like completely unhinged. And uh, he's like just going to pull a sword out and point it at him and then use dominate. Like, and his will use to compel for is. He's just gonna like scream at him like now, not with like any real purpose, just because he's pissed. And he's like, "Say, don't you use those words in front of me? Don't say fuck you to me again, or I'll put this through your eye." So you're you're using dominate to tell him to stop cursing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so you have to do the check because you've previously tried to dominate him in this scene. Yep. So five dice. Here it is. <laughs> And he says, fuck you. All right. Oh, no. (laughs) With one composure, like, should I, like, check to see if I snap on that? Yeah, why don't you roll a frenzy? Because you were on the edge, and you told him not to do it, and you just failed. And then he just (laughs) threw it right back in your face. Okay, so you can spend willpower to re-roll if you want. So we'll just say Mm -hmm. that, um, see you, Jamie, that uh, you... You fail a normal failure, so you can use willpower to clamp down. So you can spend willpower to reroll three d10 if you want, which is something that is pretty common as vampires have to press down against the beast all the time like this. Okay, yeah, I guess that's what I should do, even though I you could also choose to ride the wave and just let it happen. But that's up to you. I don't know. I don't think it would be very venture of me. Okay. I think I'll I think I'll just spin a willpower. <laughs> I think this guy would fuck me up pretty bad, so So did uh, did you roll the willpower reroll? Uh let's so I just roll three more dice, I guess, right? Yeah, just roll three and then give yourself a um superficial willpower damage. Okay, so that would have been a critical success then to clamp down. So you similarly you just feel a flutter, but you you stamp it down. So he's just staring at you and he just said, fuck you after you told him not to. And he so, can't tell that you almost just lost it. I'll just breathe out. Like, even though I don't need to, just go and then sheathe my, or re, reattach my uh, case to my cane. And uh, I'll, I'll just look at Paul. I'll just be like, Paul, if you don't mind. And I'm just going to like take a step to the side as I like just look in the opposite direction. <laughs> I'm trying to regain my, in the process of regaining my composure. Who did it? He just says, like, who did it then? I don't fucking believe you. Uh, we don't know who did it. We were in a business meeting with Dyer, and the uh, building blew up, as you can see. And I'll just, like, gesture to the, the gaping hole. And he kind Alexander of gestures to his superficial wound also. This is what happened when I blew up. Yeah. Let's see if he's smart enough to figure this out. Now, if you'll be kind enough to clean up the bodies as you said you would, 
will be out of your, your way. Okay, so you see him, he kind of like has an eye on all of you as he rises to his feet, and then he just like looks at the blown-in hole, and he says, Fuck, you were in there? I want to do cloud memory. I just like lock eyes and whisper forget. Okay, hang on, let me see how that works. Uh, uh, if he's resisting a charm and dominate versus wisdom and resolve. So his wisdom yeah, and resolve. I think he's on um, high alert after having been tried to fuck with twice and resisting it. So we'll say he resists it. So what was his role for it again? I'm sorry. And go ahead and roll yours. Wits and resolve. Oh, man. You rolled one and he rolled three. So he just says, will you fucking quit it? <laughs> and just tell me what was happening. You obviously are a kindred of some power. I have already told you what happens. We are in a business meeting with Dyer, and someone blew up the wall. Oh, yeah, and who let you in? Uh, Rex. Rex? Rex, Rex? thank you, Alexander. Oh, stupid some human. fucking woman. I don't know why he trusts her so much. And you said he's dead? Uh, yes, he seems to be dead. Fuck. Parts all over. Yeah, he was going to bits. And who would you be? And he just kind of like, uh, kind of looks between all of you and thinks about the situation. Wheels turning in his head. He says, my name's Martzo. I run with Dyer's crew. I'm like his, I take care of his knuckleheads on the street. Could you say you're his second-hand man? Yeah. Well, guess what, Marzo? You just got a promotion. How would you like to do business with Camel? I don't fucking think I want a promotion. What do you mean? And he's like, guys, we better get the fuck out of here before the cops turn up. Why don't you come with us? We know a place where you can lay low. Like where? Uh, I'm going to turn to Levi. You think we can trust him at the place? And Levi will just like finally turn back around just walk over and lean down to him and just say i don't know can we trust you well i don't know where you're trying to take me i'm not really interested in getting in a car with the four of you and he's just like looking over his shoulder at the dead body hanging out of the toll booth thing he's like but i also don't want to stick around here so maybe someplace so. neutral's best let's just get out of here oh okay then that shut up and easy. follow <laughs> And he just narrows his eyes. He's like, I ain't sitting by him. Feeling is mutual as Sam. He like, leans down to pick up Sam. Oh, uh, all right. I guess I was going to start walking back to the car. All right. I guess and he's like, where's your car? Didn't I say far. shut up and follow? Uh, just grits his teeth. <laughs> Someone answer I whispered, him. I whispered to Paul, hey, this guy probably can get us three kilos. That's the idea. He's like... Well, if one of these ain't your car, we're fucking taking this red one. And he just, like, pushes the slumped-over guy farther back into the, like, onto the floor of the thing. And he reaches kind of far into the little window, and uh, all of a sudden the little pylon things drop down. And then he's like, she'd kill me if she knew I was driving a baby. And he just goes over to the car to try to figure it out. What is it, a Prius? It's a red T-bird, but in this, it's oh. some shitty red um, figure. I don't know. Levi just turns to the group and says, I, I'm not comfortable getting the car with this one, and I'm definitely not leaving my car on the street. Uh, I'm going to whisper it. under my breath to Levi that uh, maybe we should tell him to meet us at the casino. Perhaps when things are settled, 
we can prepare a little bit. I'll just like walk over to him. I'm sorry. What's the name of the casino? I had like don't have it in my notes for some reason. I didn't write. Uh, I think it's like Fantasy Gate or something. The casino. I'm pretty sure is what it's called. Let me look up what I renamed it to. I don't have it in my notes either. How silly is that? Can it be like uh, camel related? (laughs) The desert. The Sahara. That would have been more clever, huh? The Three's Wiseman. Fantasy Gate Casino and Hotel. All right. So as I'm walking past his car, I just like spit on Fantasy Gate Casino and just like walk out. Right. Yeah, I'll follow. And uh, Levi. He gets access to the car. So you guys are just going to go to your car? Yeah. I don't want to ride the drug dealer's car. Okay. You doing anything else before you go to the car? I look at the red car to see if my boot print is in the door from where I kicked it and flipped it. Uh, there's a little, there's like some a scuff, but you didn't really bend the frame or the fender or anything. Sigh of relief. And as we're like walking to the car, we're on the way out, and uh, I'll just like turn to Paul and just be like, "I don't know how long I can put up working with this fool." Uh, don't worry about that. We're not going to be working with him so much as he's going to be working for us. I think we I don't just think I like the idea that much either. I don't worry. He's no dumber than any of you guys. He might squint my eyes and nod, <laughs> not really thinking about what you said. <laughs> <laughs> this all goes in line with what Alexander thinks of everybody, so it's fine. Right. Is the car okay. still intact? <laughs> yeah, so you guys are just going to the car. Yeah, it's it's still there. The box is still there. Everything's still set the same way. It is LA. That's a fair worry. Is there a, like on the way out? Can I just like take a peek to see like, is there? A, well, I think. But did Paul see? Did somebody like see how many vehicles came and shot up the place? Is it just one car? Uh, no, I didn't even see if it was a car that did it. Just something. I just saw the gate. I just heard something hit the. Oh right, right. And then there was a hole in the fence. And that was it. Is there any security cameras on the outside of the building? The the yeah, garage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, almost certainly. They probably got blown up in the bomb, though. Wasn't that on the first floor, though, where the monitor was? Um, well, he had a some kind of monitor on top of his file cabinet. All right. I guess Levi is kind of maybe more fed up with dealing with the drug dealers than anything. So instead of like trying to investigate, trying to get maybe more footage or something, just to trust that whatever Paul got is what they need and just keep walking. <laughs> Oh, general question. Are we vampires like Dracula in that we don't show up in mirrors or cameras, or do we show up normally? You show up normally. There might be a clan. I don't know if it's still the case in this game. I'm guessing it's not because it would seem, it always seemed pretty severe, especially nowadays with, you know, with iPhone, iPad, I don't know anymore. Uh, there was a clan where they didn't show up in video, or they showed up blurred in video, and they didn't have a reflection. But that's uh, I don't, I don't know. You guys don't suffer that affliction. Okay, so if you guys are just um, heading out, uh, how's everybody doing? We should probably stop because we lost Jamie, right? So um, who was involved in the cutting off of the head of Dyer? Uh, Sam was cutting it, and I was a Levi was assisting. Okay, so I'm gonna give Sam a stain for that. Um, oh no! Even though his humanity is 
well, it's below normal, but it's not that low. Maybe I'll give him two stains. Or wait, what's your code? The guilty should suffer. Don't kill the undeserving. Okay, so I'll give him one stain because I'll say you can. You guys made the argument that um, this guy deserved it pretty much, right? Yeah, that was yeah. my yeah my reasoning for going back and finishing him. We also okay. have uphold the norms of decent society, which um... <laughs> cutting people's heads off maybe doesn't apply to that. Getting drunk Kicking dealers off the down. street. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you a stain, we also, Levi. So at the end of this session, which is where we're at now, we will roll remorse as you guys are having a quiet, maybe a quiet, I don't know, maybe we'll RP what the ride is like next time. But uh, in any case, there's a little moment for reflection. So I want uh, Jeremy to roll whatever is not filled in on your stains track. So like 3d10. Okay, just roll it straight 3d10. I think so. I'm looking for it, sir. I don't think I put it in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, roll that. Okay, I rolled. I'm surprised at just how different this is from D&D. Okay, yeah, the so combat especially. You are yeah. able to, you know, really convince yourself and remind yourself, like, though he has a human shape, he's a monster like me. You know, he... He put us in this situation by being an asshole, and he he deserved it. And you've convinced yourself, so uh, so you will erase your stain and retain your current humanity rating. And cool. then I'll roll three for Sam also, because cutting someone's head off is fucking brutal. Okay, and he. You don't know this because it's his own personal thing, but he also succeeded. Well, he's probably a Nazi anyway. <laughs> hey, if I don't get along with him, that's what I assume. <laughs>